Softer now. All right. All right. Welcome in, everybody. It's Wednesday, November 29th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you from the world famous University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in sunny Louisville, Kentucky. Cards fans, take your career to new heights with an MBA from UofL. The full time MBA is an innovative 12 month program that accelerates your career trajectory with convenient in person classes, evening classes, competitive 11. 11- Uh, 11-month paid internships provide you with opportunities for valuable industry experience. It's the MBA that pays. Get started and earn your degree in just one year. First step, visiting business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all the land. You know, it's better as the big X. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey here with you on a Wednesday. Middle of the week, getting ready for the ACC championship game on Saturday. Cards, basketball, men's and women's in action tonight. I'm sick of the the overlaps. We, this is like the, the fourth game in three weeks where the men and the women have been playing on the same days. Uh, a lot of attention going to be paid for us uh, here to the Battle of the Derby Crosstown shootout. I saw that we're trying to make that a thing. Who knows what the hell we're calling this game. It's the please God don't lose it again Kenny Payne game as, as far as I'm concerned. Louisville versus Bellarmine tonight 8 o'clock at the KFCM Center. The U of L women in action in the ACC SEC Challenge taking on Ole Miss. That's a rematch of last year's NCAA tournament. All that good stuff and more coming your way for the next three hours. Before we get into any of it, Got to say hi to the big guy, Trevor Kelsey, a.k.a. TK, on the other side of the, not glass, but hard brick wall. Trevor, how are you? I wonder what the trophy would look like for the please God, don't lose this game, Kenny Payne. It's just me on my knees with my hands folded, like looking <laughs> skyward. Like a baby manger, just like a little kid holding his please Single God. tear falling down my left cheek, just like <laughs> staring up at the heavens with a Louisville basketball sweatshirt on. <laughs> just... <laughs> That would be interesting. I, I would like to see that trophy. Twenty thirteen poster hanging in the background. It's a very, it, it's a very intricate trophy. And if Bellman wins, it's like we don't want this thing. <laughs> they'd put it up in there. They'd, they'd probably display it. It's a, it's a rivalry trophy. You're gonna hoist. I, it. I can you imagine doing a, like a tour of Bellman, like what's that? <laughs> what, what that's that's when we won the please God don't let Kenny Payne lose this game trophy back to back years. There's a uh, a niche. They sports, won't even play us anymore. There's a sports radio show host here in this area. <laughs> He's on like the uh, a third tier station here. You can't get the signal very well, but he had this crazy idea, and we loved it, and so we just ran with it. That'd be great. I, w- I would enjoy it. Thoroughly. Your name's on the alumni wall and on a trophy. It's not on the alumni wall, though. That's the thing. 
this game tonight's a little personal. Bellman loves propping up Mary Rutherford. They, they love putting her on the new McGowan wall. They love you know, putting her in commercials, doing all this stuff. No reference ever of Mike Rutherford. I tell you what, I, I, this is just for you. If, and I say that loosely because there's probably a better chance it will happen, but if Bellman wins tonight, I will personally go to that wall with a magic marker and write your name on it. Well, I don't want you to like get arrested, so let's not do that. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Could you imagine of all the things in my life? Like, would you get arrested for writing in my, my co-worker's name on a wall, Bellerman? Oh, well. I thought it'd be a funny radio I, I can just imagine everybody in the cell going, we got a new fish. This guy's not going to make it. This guy, yeah. He might, dude, you might as well put on a dress now, man. Mary actually said before I left, we were talking about the game tonight, and she's like, do you think we'll win? And, you know, I was like, we'll get into the show. But... She was like, I almost dressed the kid in Bell- the kids in Bellarmine stuff. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Like, no, she is so down on basketball. Like, she like can't get excited for games anymore. Like, I mean, would that be considered bandwagoning? Not really. I mean, Bellarmine's two and five, so it's not you're not hopping on the bandwagon. I mean, she went there. She was very much. Uh, she's very pro Bellarmine. I, I look. I I root for Bellarmine. I went there as well. I, I definitely root for Bellarmine. I love Scotty. Love all those guys. But I'm not going to dress my kids in Bellarmine stuff when they're playing Louisville. I mean, Bellarmine's won more games. Than Kenny Bain has in the last two years. Not this year. Not yet. Not this year. But they win tonight, they'll be tied with us. They would. We still have fewer losses. This is what I'm clinging on to. <laughs> fewer losses than Bellman wow. through three weeks. When you're pulling out that one-year law school to get the uh, the, the, the loopholes of why we're still better than I don't Bellerman. lose arguments. I quit them if they're not fair. <laughs> How Republican of you. That's the fact of the matter. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, plenty to get to. We want to hear from you guys on the Thornton's text line as well. It's Weird Wednesday, although we've, we've got an actual game day today in the conference chair. All sorts of fun stuff is happening. But if you want to get a little bit loose, hit us up at 502-414-1450 with whatever's on your mind. If you want to stay on topic, then we welcome those texts as well. I'm in a weird mood today. Bring it. To, I, I want the weird questions today. Except for, like, no, the, the Kentucky stuff, we, 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 we need to move on. We need to move on. I'm not talking about UK football anymore. It's time. We, I guess we could talk about the basketball. I didn't get a chance to watch the game because I was doing the same next game. Oh, God. You're going to start there? But I did get a I did get a drunk call from TJ at 1230 bragging about how good they are. They looked very good. <laughs> I see my phone ringing at 1230. I'm like, who's interrupting me watching Charlie Wilson's war on my phone? And I was like, it's TJ. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I heard it. he he sounded very raspy on the oh, show. Oh, he had been rough. He he, he called. It was at twelve thirty, and then he talked to me for like half an hour, almost forty five minutes. I listened. Yeah, he said he didn't get home till like midnight because he went to Lexington. Yeah, but I listened to the first probably like five minutes after dropping the kids off, and I don't know if they ever corrected it, but Scoots was sounding like like <laughs> Scoots was probably eighty times lower than they were. I don't know if that's why my mic was so high when we started talking, but like TJ and Roush sounded good, and then they'd be like, "Scoots, how are you?" And he's like. Why, 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 why is he shy Ronnie all of a watch sudden? Watch the game. I watch the Yeah, they, they didn't. They look really good. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> was the TJ was like, keep it down, Scoots. They didn't even notice either. Like, so I don't know if somebody like hit him up on the text line was like, hey, we can't really, can't really hear Scoots. But it was a, I watched. I wonder if we came across that in the podcast that way. I watched probably like the first 10, 15 minutes of the, of the first half of that game. And then it was bedtime for the kids. So like, I went and got John down. And when I check the phone, I always check the phone like when he falls asleep to see what's going on before I put him down because he's he's a light sleeper. But I check the phone and like all of a sudden UK's up twenty three. And I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, this surely to God this isn't right. And like every you like the entire timeline is just like Reed Shepherd. Oh my God! Like 
just just circle jerking to Reed Shepard everywhere. And I was like, here we go. The only it's thing happening. Is, is, by the way, St. X dominated as well last night. Over Central? Oh, uh, yeah. I think at one point they were up like 40 points. Shout out to the Tigers. Yeah, they were just rolling. Everybody scored except the one senior guy named Trevor who took like five shots in the last two minutes without Trump. He tried to score, but he didn't get there. Um, Sounds like every Trevor I know. <laughs> wow, I didn't use that joke already texting the Spears uh, last night. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, but as I was kind of following the game on online, like it was funny because as I was following on Twitter, like two things stuck out. Yet I never like it took me forever to figure out the score because everybody all everybody was talking about was the reading the lips of DJ Wagner. Yeah, and as you mentioned, Reed Shepard being the next you know coming. Mm. Interesting choice of words, but <laughs> there was a lot of that going on last night. Like he's really good. <laughs> he's very good. Isn't that the phrase? Sure. Yeah. No, it's, isn't that a phrase? Watching him play last night, I, I was <laughs> struck by the fact that I was like, I would probably give up my left pinky to have this kid on our team. Like, I, I don't. That's even, it. He's very, very good. He's he, he's awesome. Um, yeah, I, mean, I hope you get more than that. You picked Miami to win outright. You were very clearly wrong. I took UK to win and cover. It's like 30 points off, man. It wasn't that bad. I, I mean, I thought UK would win. <laughs> I didn't think that they would blow out Miami the way in which they did. I, I did love, like, I, I almost, I didn't want to do this to Ken Palm last night. I don't know if, if UK fans have just, like, have done the BBN thing where they just gang up on him and, and get all mad. But Ken Palm, so last night, the, it was one of those weird oddities. Every year there are a few teams like this that are very high or very low in the national rankings compared to where they are in, in his analytical rankings. And Miami entered last night number eight in the country. They were 48th on Ken Palm. Like, like Ken Palm does not believe that they're not a good defensive team. They, they kind of have done this the last three or four years, where they just don't play defense for the first three or four months of the season. They start playing in, in February, then their guards just carry them in March, and then they make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. But Ken Palm last night, because everyone, it, it, it was the story of the night in college basketball. TJ was right. I, I heard him talking about this on the radio. He called, he said, this is the kind of like our we're back moment for this year. Yeah, no one's been really been talking about Kentucky all that much besides the Kansas game. And this is going to be where like Kentucky becomes the focal point of we're the story tonight. And they were the story last night. Like Everybody was talking about UK, how good they looked, and just blowing out Miami. And then Ken Palm is like, this is what happens when you've got a media darling that is just wildly overrated. Nobody talks about, hey, maybe we need to reevaluate the team that's getting their ass kicked. I'm paraphrasing here. Everyone just starts hyping up the team that's doing the ass kicking. And so Ken Palm is basically like, Kentucky's fine, but it's more about Miami sucking and being overrated than it was Kentucky. And I was like, get them, BBN. I was like, sick them. I wanted to to do the whole thing where I'm like, let's focus the attention on Ken Palm. Ken Palm hates Calipari. Kill his numbers. Uh, He has Miami now at 46th in the country. He's got Kentucky still as as a very respectable number 13 but they looked last night. If if Miami is the eighth best team in the country, Kentucky looked like they're you know like the, the the second, third, fourth best team in the country. Uh, they looked awfully, awfully good. And the thing is, even if they don't wind up being elite this year, if they don't wind up being a top tier national title contender, they're fun as hell, and that drives me crazy. Is because they've had good teams in recent years. They've just been sort of boring to watch. The offense is stagnant. People are, are so furious and upset with the way that Calipari is coaching offense. And this year's team, I mean, there's, there's dropping 90 on everybody, up and down, playing fast. It's like, you already took my soul in football. Now I've got four months of having to deal with this. This is just, this is not fair. This feels wildly unfair. Yeah, but it's basketball season. I'm already dead inside. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, at least if, if like we're going to be who we are, then we could, you know, have them be, be not great or at least not fun. It, this is just, it, it, it feels like piling on at this point. I don't uh, care for it. I don't know. I guess I could go for another two seed and first round exit. 
I mean, I could. Yeah, if, if that's the end, then yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy this. I, I wish I knew the end before I could start getting all upset about things. I did uh, send out last night that, I, you know, I didn't think this tweet was going to take off, but it did. And I was like, you know, while the entire world is on this UK slob fest last night, uh, in the middle of it, I'm like, I still think Kentucky's got no answer for our shoot 65 free throws offense. <laughs> I, I liked your. Did anybody else know that Reed Shepard was was Jeff's son? I mean, my God, they showed his parents. <laughs> I was. They're I, gonna break the Steph Curry record for parents shown. I, I didn't even realize. His, so his dad uh, ditched his mom. I didn't know that. His mom played basketball at UK. No, not Jeff. I'm talking about Steph Curry's son. Uh, oh yeah, that Del was Curry. a huge. They, they, I don't think they ditched. I think it was just like a mutual divorce. He's like, I'm, I'm famous again now. Peace. <laughs> that was that was just a couple years ago. Oh okay, I didn't even. I just saw a picture recently of him like. Del Curry with his new girlfriend, yeah. his Steph's age or something like that. I'm like, good the, for Del. There was a very famous... Shooter's got to shoot, right? Hit, hit the cough button. All right, there you go. Get that out of there. That Wednesday, that hump day, uh, Lugie. Gosh, yeah, it's been it's terrible. Man. Yeah, I've, I'm not feeling great today. It's okay. We'll, we'll fight through it. But there was a, a famous Twitter thread like two years ago when that news broke of some guy who was like, I'm going to talk to Steph Curry's dad real quick here. He's like, he's like you think you want to be back out there. You don't want to be back out there. He's like, and he has this whole thing about like girls these days, like like how like how different the dating game is. And he's like, he's like, do whatever you've got to do to make this right. You don't want to be out there doing this thing right now. It was very very funny, but yeah, that's split. I can agree. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's hard out there for for it's the tough, Del Curries man. and the Trevor Kelseys of the world. It's like it's like a Thunderdome out there. It's a post apocalyptic wasteland. No one chooses that life. <laughs> But uh, UK looked very, very good. The SEC does lead the ACC SEC Challenge four to three after one night. Um, Who leads it? You say the SEC. Oh, boo. We're just like on the outside looking in. Like, I know. I really want to make my Great joke video, tonight too. By if, the way. Yeah, thank you for Marty Dogs. Yeah, D two. <laughs> I really want to. If we win tonight, I really want to do. I think they made the same joke last year when we got our asses kicked in this thing. But the ACC won it over the Big Ten, where it's like. What a team effort here! Everyone pulled their own weight. Nobody more than anybody else. Uh, we got, you know, we're, we're we're taking care of business in the ACC A Sun Challenge. You guys hold down the SEC. We got this. There's no word yet. Don't. What if we win the ACC SEC Challenge but lose the ACC A Sun Challenge? An Again? entirely realistic possibility. Yeah, we went zero and two against the A Sun last now, year. Now, do we play? We don't play a second A Sun team this year, though, do we? Oh God, I hope not. Um, I can't remember because no, we don't because we don't have Lipscomb on the schedule. We're not going to schedule Lipscomb two years in a row. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> We're not falling for that again. You're not going to get us on that one. Yeah, Bellarmine's already fooled us. We've got. I think the only conferences we have left because we, you know, we we play we a conference game on Sunday. Big East. Yeah, I know. The ball in the Big East. We've got um, Arkansas State, who now is in the Sun Belt. Yeah, and then we'll have uh, Pepperdine, who's in the West Coast Conference. So is that where they're okay? Pepperdine and their still what four year road losing streak. That game is terrifying. So we <laughs> they haven't won a road game since like 2019, wow. and they're going to come to the KFC Yum Center. Is there? So you tell me, is there due? Yeah, it's it, kind of what it's feel like. So we don't play any smaller conference, multiple teams out of a smaller conference this year, like we did last year. We didn't make the mistake that we made last year. The well, A Sun, the A Sun had our number. I mean, we brought Kenny Payne back. Clearly, we didn't make a multiple mistakes. <laughs> now we played. Uh, we you know, made the same mistake already. <laughs> UMBC's America East. Uh, Chattanooga is uh, like, Southern SoCon. Yeah, and then uh, Coppin State's the MIAC. New Mexico State's in Conference USA first year, and then we talked about the ones we have left. So, so we don't lose our two conferences. Nope, nope, two, nope. Texas Big 12, Indiana Big 10. The only conference that will uh, multiply beat us down will be our own ACC. We're going to win the ACC. <laughs> By God. This conference is there for the taking. Are we looking at maybe going for the, one of the first teams like losing like more conferences than anyone else? 
What are you Weekly's an SEC game, a West Coast a WCC game, a Sun Belt game, a Big East game. Oh, that's not me. Look, DePaul's already lost to five different conferences. <laughs> oh, wow. They're covering all of our bases for us. I can't you looked that up. <laughs> well, I know they're one in five, and I, I know yeah. they haven't played two teams in the same conference. So we're we're good there. We're good. We're going to be okay. We do own the me. I mean, we haven't lost to as many as we lost to last year. I know That's that. true. We are we are on the path of improvement. All I saw last night with Actually, Miami, being so negative, Miami right? losing to Kentucky that badly just says the ACC is there for the taking. If that's the second best team in the conference, then we're right there behind them. That's what that said to me. <laughs> it says. Yeah. Tells me that Miami's going to take it out on us being mad at Kentucky. <laughs> Somebody last night, I also did just get bored. Because like, you know, I, I put these sarcastic tweets out during the UK game. Because uh, it's all we can do is just laugh at ourselves and, and pretend we're not dying inside. I'm out of tears. And a lot of UK, most UK fans are like, "That's you know really funny," like or just will like it and move on. But there are some that just do not understand any sort of sarcasm. That are like, <laughs> you know, are you gonna start posting the, the Mighty Ducks? Do you understand sarcasm? No. Where they're like, you know, <laughs> get your like, like hilarious. We're gonna beat you all by thirty. And I'm like, all right, I've got to entertain. Some of these guys I got to entertain. One of them was like, Reed Shepard's gonna hang fifty on you all. I was like, I'll bet you five hundred dollars right now that Reed Shepard doesn't score fifty points. Exactly fifty points against us. Take the bet, or you're a coward and you hate the entire Shepard family. He's like, what's your Venmo? I'm like, let's what's do- your Venmo? <laughs> let's do this. Okay. I'm gonna, I want $500 from this schmo. Did <laughs> you send him your Venmo? Oh, yeah. And he's, I'm trying to send him mine. He's just making requests for me right and left now. Is he really? <laughs> no, no, that's not happening. But it was, I, you got to entertain yourself in other ways. Because if you just talk about basketball genuinely, then you're going to start crying a lot. Do lie. I get odds on that 50, 50 points? No. If he, he guaranteed that he, he Reed Shepard's going to score 50 points against us. Not 52. Which would be hilarious if we made the bet and he scored fifty two. I'm like, I'll take my five hundred bucks, please. I want some odds. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm that's like that's you know that's some John Mellencamp winning an Oscar odds. Well, I believe he, he like his exact tweet. I don't have it in front of me, but it was like he's like Reed Shepard's going to hang fifty on y'all. We all know this is going to happen. And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you five hundred dollars it doesn't happen. Make me some money, schmuck. That's all we have left. You're getting in a bad mood last night, weren't you? That was actually I was in, really enjoying myself. Okay. It was very fun. I got some little Thai food. I was feeling good. Ooh, little Thai food. Hey, yeah. Marion Town, and you got Thai food. Yeah, she likes simply Thai. Okay, she's just not a China one fan. No, no, she's cheap Chinese. She won't go for. <laughs> she's beneath. She's a Bellerman girl. She's that's a little beneath her. Too high. Yeah, she's, that's why she's on the wall. Below her pay grade. That's why she's on the wall. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a, a good night for the ACC in terms of teams bolstering their resume. I mean, the, the ACC only won. Three of the seven games, but two of them were unranked teams beating top 25 teams. Mississippi oh, well. State, number 21 in the country. They lose to Georgia Tech, which was a big upset. Uh, and then Clemson was one of the, uh, the other game that we picked last night, who had, is undefeated, looking like an NCAA tournament team under Brad Brownell, who's on the hot seat for the 85th consecutive season, uh, goes on the road and beats Bama 85-77. An Alabama team that just refuses to guard anybody this year. Um, they're still very much a work in progress. So, Two top 25 SEC teams go down last night. UK obviously does not go down last night. And then in the sort of weird, meaningless crap games, the uh, the SEC uh, had their way. Notre Dame loses to South Carolina. Syracuse uh, did blow out LSU. And then Missouri took care of Ole Miss. I mean, Missouri took care of Pitt, I should say. And Ole Miss under Chris Beard, 6-0 and now, starting to get a little bit of attention. They blew out NC State. Old friends alert, Jamin Brakefield, who back in the day was going to go here uh, before he went to Duke, now transferred to Ole Miss. 25 points, 8 rebounds last night for the Rebels. They blasted uh, Kevin Keats and NC State. Keats is, is in trouble. I mean, as long as Beard can 
contain himself. That Ole Miss is going to be a threat within a year. Yeah, they're a threat. They may I mean, be they might. Now. Th- yeah, he's. I mean, he's. I could see him being kind of a high seed this year and getting maybe knocked off early, a little maybe second round because he's going to over maybe overachieve with this team in the regular season and you just kind of you know come into your own and the the cream rises to the top in the tournament a little bit. But I mean, you give him another year to recruit. I mean, we've heard all about how like we couldn't get guys in the transfer portal because it was didn't have enough time. Like Beard got hired in mid March last year for Ole Miss and went out and got like seven dudes in the transfer portal and is six and zero right now and just beat a decent NC State team by twenty. Um, there, I mean, he's look. Say what you will about him, the the, the guy can coach. There's no question yeah. about that. Uh, did you see? The, see, you mentioned Clemson, Alabama. Did you see? I guess the the Jay Williams clip where he's yeah, it's just calling out the Alabama fan. Jay I, Williams, I feel like, is just going for viral moments this year. At, at what point did she not hear that and go, man? What you get to the Yum Center, dude? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's already been there. Oh, he was, was he there for one of our games? I think he didn't, no. I guess both those games were in New York. That's I was right. gonna say. I thought we'd been on internet all all year. All year. Yeah, we have. And we're on, are we online tonight? We are on. We are on the interwebs. www.louisvillebasketball.com. I mean, our, our only two non-internet games were the the New York games, right? I think that's right. I don't think we've been. Uh, have we been on the ACC network for one of the games? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't think so. Maybe the Chattanooga game. Uh, I thought that was Did online not, too. Didn't go great. <laughs> so sad. I mean, all of our games are stop. We can't. We can't get on television. <laughs> yeah, Chattanooga game was on was online as well. But yeah, with great for Jody and Kent. Yeah, oh yeah, they're getting plenty of time out there. Um, <laughs> what's the season now? But yeah, I mean, when I was like clip, I mean, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, dude, what you, you think that's bad at Alabama? I mean, not. I mean, you're you're when he show up to like the North Carolina Louisville game. We're actually we might have been bring a good crowd for that game. I think his point was though that like Alabama's been really good and they're still not getting crowds there. I, I mean. I don't think anybody expects Louisville. I was going to say, but it's also, I mean, it's Clemson. Alabama's kind of like Louisville football in basketball. They're, they're gonna, they'll bring a decent crowd if they're good, but they're not going to sell that place out and go nuts unless it's somebody better than Clemson. Here's the deal. Nobody's selling out. I mean, Kentucky last night, old Miami was not a sellout, which is, again, number well, – back yeah. in the day, imagine a late November game, third week of the season, UK in the top 15 versus a top 10 opponent from the ACC. Like, that's going to be – Rupp's jumping. And, and the atmosphere was good, but it was, it was not sold out. It's a different time. I agree. Different era. It's just, I mean, it's the I didn't mean to sell, I guess, a better crowd. I mean, a more upbeat crowd. I mean, even if Louisville. Clemson, Alabama basketball fans are going to see Clemson and be like what most people see when they see Clemson basketball. They're going to be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, they think Alabama kind of does that for everybody. Yeah. Even if we get back to being where we should be, let's say five years from now, <clears throat> hopefully sooner, but five years from now, Louisville is, we're playing, you know, we're in the top 10. We're playing other top ten teams. The non-conference schedule is loaded. The ACC is is loaded. We're we're looking like a national title contender, even for big games. Like I don't know if we're ever going to get back to the way that it was. Like I, I don't think that we're ever going to get back to the way that Freedom Hall was with those first few years of the Yum Center, where it didn't matter who you were playing. Like you're getting twenty two thousand in there. Like I, I think that just times have changed. Yeah, that's done. I, I think that everything across the country. I mean, look, UK has. It, you know, they, they have. You can say they've fallen off a little bit in recent years. They've not fallen off a cliff like we have. And they're still not selling out Rupp Arena for gigantic games. I mean, we're not even selling out the UK game anymore. It's just well, a, it's it a different time. And it doesn't help that, that both those games are weekday games. Last night for UK, obviously, and then our game against Kentucky is a weekday game, too. So. It also doesn't help that that building, the upper level, is such a – it's so 
different. The, about Rupp or Yum? The Yum. Okay. Uh, I mean, Rupp's bad too up there. No, Rupp. I, I would. I would. I wouldn't even want to watch any game in the upper level of Rupp. Even if you gave me my tickets, because it's just. But the so sidelines at the top of the KFC Yum Center are just they're rough. And I, like, I went All to right. a UK game. I think it was the. I guess it was the first year we were in the building. It was the Josh Harrelson game, and we we sat legitimately in like the top left corner of the upper level. Like you can't even see anything. You can't even tell the baskets going in. Like, <laughs> is I, that really that bad? It's terrible. I mean, I I, mean, I got student tickets the year, which was funny. I, I got hooked up with student tickets despite not being in law school anymore uh, for 2011-12. And I would go. In, you know, this is when like everybody was just going to the games. Like you just you just did it. Like it was going to be twenty two thousand for every single game, and they were up in the upper level. They weren't like with the down the student section. And like it, it got to a point after the first couple months of the season, where I'm like, I just, you know, it's not worth it. Like for a huge game, if you just want to be in the building, that's something. But if you want to actually see the game and have a decent view of what's going on, like there's just, it, it's tough. And I think people have kind of realized that. I, I mean, ninety nine percent, actually maybe even hundred percent, the basketball games I've seen in Yum Center have all been in section one eighteen, like right there, you know, the, the media section. So, much as I mean, not it's the lower level. The only time I ever sat in the upper level was actually for the Pink Floyd concert. Hmm. I had no problem seeing that. And that was despite my eyes being barely open. That's different. That's different. Did you, uh, you don't do, do you do Spotify music? I don't. I'm, I'm a Apple guy. Remember in today's uh, shuffle day. Today's shuffle, is shuffle day. You do. Yeah, yeah. You're a Spotify guy. Cause we use that for our Spotify challenge. Yeah. Everyone's doing the, the, their Spotify wrapped. You know, which is like the what's it's like the review of like your they lay out your most listened to song, your most listened to artist. They do the whole thing. And I always get excited for it because it used to I used to always be like, oh, you know, I want to see my stats. Who did I listen to the most? What song was I the most into? And then I always forget now quickly that having kids ruins the entire thing. Because my mention talk about Big Brother looking down on you. My five. Well, who cares? I mean, <laughs> that's the least of my concerns when it comes to <laughs> to Big Brother stuff that's out there. <laughs> oh no, you're you know who I'm listening to in music. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll mention golf one time, and I'll have eighty-five different golf ads on Instagram. I don't get. I don't even. Uh, there's times I'll be I'll be thinking about something, and then I'll see it on I Facebook. Swear. It's, it's like, how it's do insane. they do that? It's insane. But like my my all my top five songs were from Frozen. Like my my top like four <laughs> artists were all like Frozen singers. I was like, oh, this just ruins the whole thing. I wonder if Apple does that. Let me see if mine does it. So you go to like library. Like I don't think mine does that. Like it doesn't give me a like a stat thing. It just like says playlist, artists, albums, and songs. Yeah. Uh, see if there's like a anyway. Yeah. So my Spotify oh. rep was was unexpected. It was better than last year where my top artist was Peppa Pig, and it was like you're in the top one percent of Peppa Pig listeners. I was like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> this is terrible. It's like Peppa Pig right into Japanese breakfast. I'm like, well, all right. That's okay. There's a recently played list, and it's Islands in the Stream, Carolina Drama, Shallow. And it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Mm. I don't remember listening to any of those songs recently. Well, some of those were like the sad songs we played on Monday's show. That seems it does sound like so depressing. I don't like that. So I I, I, I do the, the radio show tweet today. And all I did, I quote tweeted my, my my tweet from years ago about Mary being on the wall of famous Bellman people and me not. And then I just, so I just said, today, tonight's personal. Scotty Davenport liked that tweet. I feel like it's a direct shot at me again. We need to take Scotty down a notch. But 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 you but you've talked to the team. I have. I was captain. Would you? Would you? If Scott actually comes talk to the team before the vote game, would you do it? No, I can't do that. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you I'm you, a Louisville man first. Let me ask you: Would you, would you accept it, but try to sabotage Bellerman? <laughs> if that was possible, yeah. Go to the guys. Who needs to dribble? It's we, overrated. We need this more than you do. Hey, they you, already don't dribble. You're one of the best right-handed shooters in the world. You should try lefty. 
I loved doing the the speech for Bellman. It was very cool. It was it was awesome sitting behind the bench. The only thing that I didn't like is they I had to go out there like with the captains for the the talking at midcourt to the referees. I felt very awkward. I was like, what am I doing? Here? You felt very five five and a half. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Bellman has some kids that look a lot like me, so I didn't feel well, that bad. Yeah, but they're at least taller, right? <laughs> not all of them. Not, not all of them. There there are a few out there that are about my size. But it's like we walk out there and like you know I'm wearing like jeans and a Bellerman like quarter zip and, and like you know the the other team's captains are there they're like shaking my hand I'm like they're like what is this is this like a Make a Wish kid what's going on here and I just I felt I, I I didn't like that part but everything else was great and I heroically led us to a 31 point win so that was great who's up against you've told me before McKendry who had the at the time the all time winningest coach in all college basketball history a team or person it's a it's a team okay McKendry College blew him out I just the, the best part was. They were, you know, McKendry was way worse than Bellarmine this year. And it was like a, they were down by two after the first 10 minutes. And at one point, Scotty's just like walking, doesn't make eye contact with me. He's like, he's like, I'm ready for that, this pregame speech to bleep and kick in. I was like, I was like, if they lose now, I think I'm legitimately going to get blamed for this. Uh, we got, you, you ready for a little breaking news? Hit me. Everybody's been wondering who returns first, Cron Davis or Angel Reese? Uh oh. Angel Reese has made uh, her way back. Oh, oh, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> The, the the basketball version of Amazing Race has come to an end. Man, I know that's been wondering. Everybody's been curious. I'm sure DraftKings had odds on that. They had to have. <laughs> Who gets back first? Well, apparently uh, Kim Mulkey, in her all but wisdom, has said that uh, Angel Reese will return for the uh, Virginia uh, Virginia Tech game on Thursday. Hmm. What's a shocking? Did you ever say why she was gone? Of course, names? she's coming back for that game. It's the rematch of the Final Four. Virginia Tech's awesome. That's yeah. And it, now they've won since she's been gone, but they haven't been like blowing people out, right? They, 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 no, they still have blown people out. They haven't oh, played anybody. She got like a close game with Virginia or something the other day, didn't they? Or? She got benched at halftime of their game against like Bowling Green when they were down, and then they won by thirty. But they, I don't think they played anybody. Did they ever say why she was? Uh, did, or did Mulkey no. just say it was a it was a Ken Mulkey thing, and she'd let you know? Yeah, she's like, I've got to defend my 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 players by not talking to them about this. So, <laughs> I think she was just pissed and left the team. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I wonder if it had anything to do with uh, Haley. Woman, well, I mean, yeah, I think it's just about the fact that she got benched and she was kind of pissed off about it. Oh, that's gonna work well for her in real life. Yeah. She's not the only one on that team that I think is going to have issues. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we will talk a little bit about Louisville Bellarmine tonight. We will talk a little bit about uh, some other basketball news that broke today uh, that's interesting for the future. Uh, we'll talk a little Louisville Ole Miss on the women's side, and then we'll get to some text from you guys on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Wednesday to you here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. But you don't listen Giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell Like up in prison I told your pants in the air And wave them like they just don't care And if you like fish and grits And all that Honey baked ham in New Albany Is the perfect That's my friend Well since she died Easy of a broken heart disease I listen through the cemetery trees I like this song No comment from Trevor. Oh yeah, I was just, just waiting for the for Jacob to keep singing. I was gonna go into a one wind at night, but always seemed such a way. She always had a pretty face. I wondered why she hung around this place. Did they ever do anything after this? Like one one album? I, mean, I guess they did, but they never anything. Popular. I think I think we've talked about this since like you've played the song a couple times, and I played it before. I know that. I know I played it on like. 
Legacy Day or somewhere. I did like all bands with famous parents or something like that. Yeah, they they had a new album that was that came out a couple of years ago that I actually really liked, but I mean it wasn't it did, did not go big mainstream or anything like that. It's it was, amazing, like bands like from the in that era and maybe even later on, like and even before them. Uh, as an example, I can give you in a second, but. You would think, like, man, I remember what happened to them. It would be cool if they had other albums. And you look up and they've had, like, nine albums since the one that yeah. you liked. Yeah, Like, Huey Lewis and News just an album, like, just, like, a couple years ago. Before, um, I think his voice finally went out or something. He had, like, some, some not, like, spin doctor, doctor's issues, but, like, he had some issues, I think. And he had to retire. But, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I lost Family Guy. And Peter's like, everybody misses the news, Meg. <laughs> And I'm like, but, but Huey Lewis needs room to create. But they did, yeah, but they just and they just did this album. I'm like, wow, they've done like six albums since sports, and but no one knows them. That just happened, yeah. Sports, by the way, was their debut album in, in the '80s. It was really good. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You have anything else you want to get into? Um, oh, uh, last night after watching Charlie <laughs> Wilson's War, I watched a favorite movie of yours and mine and Mary's. What's that? Which, by the way, sounds like a really like '70s like hippie group. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, the American President. Oh. She watched that. Re- she actually put it on when she was decorating the tree, and she was like, "I think she's like I could do the entire movie while not even watching it." I, I watched it, and I'm like, two things stuck out to me last night about it. I mean, I know we can talk about Bellarmine, but who really wants to? Um, Hand up. <laughs> like, who wants to talk about Louisville? Hand down. Uh, Hand middle of the way. Up. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's a bottle of whiskey. Uh, two things. One, I so I wanted to watch it last night, and I was like, so the first thing I do is I go, I Google, you know, American President streaming, hoping that of the three dozen sites I have, one of them will be make it available to me. Unfortunately, it's not. So I'm like, well, you know what? I like this movie. Let me go. I'll go to Amazon Prime. You know, I'm, I, I'm sure it's it's movies old. I probably get it for like five bucks, right? Like usually when you buy movies on there, they have like they're you know four ninety nine, six ninety nine. I go on there and you can rent it for three ninety nine or buy it for thirteen twenty five. Well, I've told you they do this for like the, the kind I, of the, the niche uh, movies because they know that so few people want them. If you really want to see that movie, like they're going to make it high price because you're probably willing to pay more. Well, wasn't it just high price? It was the fact it was thirteen twenty five. It's just an odd thing off to like sell it for, right? It is an odd number. I mean, it was just kind of weird. And, and but I bought it. I was like, you know what? I, there's there's probably time down the road. I want to watch it again. I, I love the movie. It's my favorites. So I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure or not. So I went and bought it. It's a good movie. And I just and I'm watching it. And I've watched it so many times. And like Mary, I probably haven't memorized. And I always it just just baffles me. Like Aaron Sorkin wrote this movie just like on an eight ball in one night. Like that's just amazing. That's what led to him doing the West Wing. Was he said he had so many more ideas that he just didn't have a chance to put into the American president that he well, maybe wanted he had to write. an eight ball, but okay, yeah. <laughs> so he he ended up doing the West Wing because he had all these leftover ideas and things that he wanted to get into, and it wound up being you know very successful TV show. Did you ever see the the I think the most recent movie he did at least at least I know of the uh, one for Netflix, the Chicago Seven. Did you ever no, watch I it? I never watched it. It's good. You should check it out. I'll, I'll get on it. I enjoyed it. I liked it better than the. Uh, uh, what was the uh, the one that was also oh, the Black Messiah movie that was also kind of based on the same thing? They all came out about the same time. It was it was better than that. Didn't see it. Yeah, that was okay. That one was all right. The the, the Chicago Seven one's actually pretty good though. Are you ready for some exciting men's basketball news? The Bellerman canceled. No. Okay. Exciting men's basketball news. That would be exciting. It pertains to next year. Oh, no. oh, okay. What? What? Ooh, ooh. Louisville will officially be participating in the 2024 Battle for Atlantis. 
So Maui two years ago, yeah. Empire Classic this year, back to Atlantis now for our, our third trip coming up next November. It'll be November 27th to the 29th. Usually the biggest or second biggest tournament of Feast Week. Surely, I mean, I, the hope here is we've got to be competitive with or without an, uh, you know Kenny Payne. If it's a new coach, hopefully excitement is and hope are, are bounding everywhere. And if, if Kenny Payne is here, hopefully it's because we turned a corner and we're far more competitive than we are right now because – you would hate to waste Maui, a great four-team field in New York, and the battle for Atlantis in three consecutive years because these are our primetime, big-time events. And this will be a loaded field again next year. Are you ready to hear the the other seven teams participating? Depends. Is Kenny Payne going to be back or not? We don't know. All right. Well, give me the teams anyway, I guess. And uh, We can probably assume. But... Give me, I thought you wanted a cop button. That's no, okay. okay. Arizona. Okay. That's good. Yeah, it's good. Creighton. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They might we might be able to actually score against them. Davidson, the little plucky, not so mid major. They always throw in there. Davidson's in there. Is your coach still there? No, he, he just uh, retired a couple years ago. What was his name? Was it was it Bob Davidson? Bob McKillop. Bob McKillop. Bob Davidson. I was like, I had no choice but to coach here. <laughs> it's my school. I don't know why that name. I knew it was Bob something, and I knew it was the basic name. But oh, Davidson. I don't know why it popped in my head. He was old, but he wasn't quite that old. Yeah. <laughs> he was there for a while, but okay. Who else we got? We've got Gonzaga. Okay. Indiana again. We haven't played Gonzaga since the tournament, have we? We have not played Gonzaga since the 2001st round. Yeah. Oh, Indiana. Ah, oh, small scoots bet. Revenge. I potentially. One. Oklahoma. And then West Virginia. Pretty solid 18 field. It's pretty good. Poor Davidson feels like the kind of the odd man out there. Is Kenny Payne the coach when we play in this event? Which will be the, the championship game will be exactly one year from today. Kind of rather have Bob Davidson personally, but um, you like Trump when he was like Tim Apple when he was talking about the the guy who runs Apple. Just the, the, <laughs> that's how he did say that too. <laughs> Kenny Louisville. <laughs> Who's their coach now? Tim Creighton. <laughs> Doug Creighton? No, I know their coach is Dylan McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Uh, what was what were we talking about again? Oh yeah, who do whether I want? Payne will be the coach. Do I want put, well, whether or not? No, no. I, I, I don't foresee it. Um, I've been wrong before many a times. I would I would bet on no. Mo, which him not being there, me being wrong multiple times. Well, both, but in this okay. case. Him just not being there. I mean, I've been wrong in the last thirty seconds already. Let's talk. Uh, so that, I mean, I think that's exciting. You, hopefully, it'll be. Ho- hopefully, there will be excitement this time of year from now. Whether it's because we have a new head coach and new hope, or because Kenny Payne, like, just he's he's done something great. He's, that's he's th- overachieved. That's Thanksgiving weekend, right? That will be Thanksgiving weekend. It, it's the. I think that tournament is Maui is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of that week. Atlantis used to be. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think they changed. Thought, it. Yeah. I think they changed it up a little bit because the the ESPN bought the rights to the Battle for Atlantis. So I think that will. St- I think it's now it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I want to say, um, but regardless. Well, now that would kind of suck though because the UK football game is going to be that Saturday. Oh, you're right. When we've had this before, where and we have, and that's going to be possibly the last game ever. Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving. So this will be this tournament will actually be. I think it, it'll be this is perfect Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next year. Okay, that's awesome. That means we can win the Atlantis then. Then win the Governor's Cup back. So the first game will be Thanksgiving Eve. Second game will be Thanksgiving. And then the whatever place game we're playing in 
will be Friday, and then we'll have U of L UK that Saturday. So that sh- again, you look at these and you're like, man, these are the weeks that we live for. And then you're like, I just hope that we're good. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. a year ago when I, when I saw that we were in the Empire Classic, I'm like, you know, think about how excited you'd be for this in any sort of normal year, and just having no hope of us turning a corner and being competitive made us uh, not not. You know, it was just kind of a whatever, yeah. even though we played well. I was going to say, they, 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 they proved you wrong. They were yeah, but no, my point was the excitement level was low. No, no, like, it like was down. Yeah. In most years, I'd be like counting down the hours until we played those games. Like my whole week would be based around it. And hopefully we can get back to that next year because that's it's what we do around here. I took we're Texas to be giving the points four days before the line came out. Yeah, you did. It was wrong. Speaking was. of being wrong. Let's talk tonight. Uh, cards taken on Bellarmine at 8 o'clock at the KFC M Center. Of course, is a rematch of last year's season opener when Bellarmine... Should we play this at Freedom Hall? Yeah, I mean, whatever. We could do a home and home, and home with them. I mean, the women did, have done that. Like They yeah. played Bellarmine on the, the air quotes road. Uh, but last year, Louisville loses to Bellarmine in the first official game of the Kenny Payne era, 67-66. to Bellarmine goes on to... Remember that that was like the narrative where everybody the day after was kind of being like Bellarmine won their conference championship last year. Like this is going to be a team that wins. Tw- they could be a Cinderella. Like they, they it's a NCAA tournament team. And I was like this. this I was like this Bellarmine team is <laughs> not going to be. They ended up going fifteen and eighteen last year. They went nine and nine in the Atlantic Sun. Not good to go fifteen and eighteen. Not a terrible year. Uh, you know they 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 had a, a bunch of injuries last season that kind of wrecked their year. They also were playing without uh, Dylan Penn, who transferred to Vermont to go play in the NCAA tournament. Bellarmine does return all but one of their five starters from last season. They're very experienced. They've got three fifth-year seniors, including two that are in their primary rotation. Um, I don't think that we really need to like educate listeners on Bellarmine. If you're listening to this, you probably know what – yeah, they're going to shoot threes. Yeah, they're going to backdoor you to death. Yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're going to run that no-dribble offense. They're going to – you know what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, you've got to keep your head on a swivel on defense. They're going to cut you. They're going to cut, cut, cut. Yeah, I mean, it's – yeah. You, you've seen development play. You know Davenport. We know. The question is whether or not the team knows because last year it well, seemed like they were <laughs> shocked about what offense Bellarmine – they're like, backdoor – I've never seen a backdoor cut before. And then, you know, with five minutes left in the game when they did it successfully for the 75th time, we still were like, I, I didn't think they were going to do that. So I mean, to be fair, I mean, everybody we played last year, our defense looked like a caveman seeing fire for the first time. It was rough. It was not good. It was it was very, very unusual. But Bellarmine, this year especially, I mean, you always expect a team from the Atlantic Sun to have a size disadvantage when they're playing a team like Louisville. But this year especially, like they're, they've got a couple of guys that are 6'7 or taller. They don't play big-time minutes. They're kind of like 15, 16, 17-minute guys. Their primary rotation of players – is nobody bigger than 6'6". Six, six. Like they are a small team. It's why they are 317th in the country in two-point percentage defense. Like, you know, they, they've, they've played some power conference opponents so far this year. They played Washington. They played West Virginia recently. They played K-State. Uh, the same Chattanooga team that beat us by 10 beat them by 8. They've, you know, they've played some teams with some bigger guys, and they've been exposed a little bit on the inside. There's no excuse for us to do what we did last year, which was not accentuate that advantage inside. If we don't do it, like, like if this game looks like last year's game where we're not prepared for their their offense and we're not taking advantage of the fact that we've got a bunch of dudes who are, are 6'10 or bigger against guys guarding them who are 6'5", 6'6", then it's the biggest indication yet that things are just not getting any better. And I don't know if you're if you're Josh Hurd, you look at that and you're like, this is just there's no point in keeping this going. But this, I think, Kenny Payne has a lot to prove tonight because, as much as I love Bellerman, and I think Scotty is is one of the 
pound for pound best coaches in all of college basketball. And, and, and Bo Braden and Doug Davenport and everybody on their staff are fantastic. And they get great kids that played the, the game and fit that system perfectly. There's no reason for a team with Louisville with the players that we have to be in a knockdown dragout fight with this Bellarmine team. There was no excuse last year. There's no excuse this year. And if it happens again this season, I, I don't know how you can just keep wasting everybody's time with this. Like, there's, there's got to be an improvement. that like Louisville should dominate inside tonight, and I don't know that they're going to. Brendan Huntley-Hatfield, we talked about it last week, looked like a first-round draft pick or a second-round draft pick in those games in New York, and then he comes out and, and against New Mexico State, which doesn't really have any decent big men either, He's non-existent. What, what do you have? Two points, no rebounds? Like, he did nothing. He was not active. He looked like the old Eeyore, Brent Huntley Hatfield, just going through the motions, not sure what he's going to do. Well, they had the one big dude. He's like, the, the their center is pretty good size. Not good size enough to make Huntley Hatfield completely irrelevant in the game. I mean, this is at 6'10", 255. Yeah, but like, he was going up against bigger and better guys in New York. And he was going... Oh, up, I know. And he was fantastic. He, he was... He, was non-existent in that game against New Mexico State. If he's non-existent in this game, if Dennis Evans goes out there and just you know three minutes with nothing, then at some point it's on the coaching staff to be like, what's the deal here? So, like that's what I'm looking for tonight. Like if you get beat or almost get beat in the same way that it happened a year ago, then my goodness, it's been 12 months and that's not showing any improvement. It's the biggest indicator yet that things just aren't going to get better. Louisville should be in control of this game tonight, I don't have that much faith that that's going to happen because I've watched this team play for the last year. Now, because the last couple of games, Mexico State and Coppin State particularly, you've been on the, like, if we lose this game, I'm done. I'm washing my hands now. Are you still on, like, this like, out-of-conference, like, i.e. Bellerman, maybe Arkansas State Pepperdine level of, like, you you got to win or you're, there's there's no leeway anymore, no no more leash. It's, you know, I'm, I'm cutting ties completely. We got to get ready if you lose one of those three games. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I'm already pretty much like. Uh, I, I mean, I know, but yeah, I don't you, think this is going. But you to, were going into compensate like if we don't win this game, I'm just like I'm compensate's a different animal. Comp- uh, New Mexico State's not much of a different animal either. They are, they, they, yes, they are. I mean, compensate is now that they've dropped since we played them. They are the second worst team in the entire country, according to Ken Palm. Like that is a we did beat about twenty. Yeah, I mean, and, and we didn't play well. That's how bad no, compensate yeah, is. Compensate may be the worst team that's ever come into the KFCM Center. I'm not going to compare them to <laughs> Bellarmine. Well, what about what about uh, Simmons? Well, Simmons is not. Simmons is a D two N A C A whatever that league they're in. Like they're not. It's not even a college basketball. Answer the team question. <laughs> no, compensate is ten times better than Simmons. Okay. But I think that you know collegiate is at least as good as Simmons. Like, like Bellarmine is 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 on a level above Coppin State. New Mexico State's on a level above Coppin State. Okay. They're still on a level that should be even with four guys. Yeah, significantly below us. Um, but tonight, you know, I, I mean, I, like if you told me Bellarmine wins this game tonight, I'm not going to be shocked. There's a reason why. You know, the spread is down to people are bet putting money on Bellerman. It's a, it's a five and a half point spread in this game. Five and a half points. Little's a five and a half point home favorite against a two win team. Yeah. That has one win over a D one opponent. They you know, they they played midway college the other night and didn't didn't look great in that game. They did beat Bowling Green by eighteen, but they've lost to, you know, Washington beat them handily. K State beat them. It was a game where Bellerman was competitive. Chattanooga, they were they played Chattanooga better than we played Chattanooga for sure. I think their most disappointing game was, uh, you know, Morehead State, Preston Spradlin and company came into their building at Freedom Hall and beat them by thirteen. That was a little bit humbling for them, but they've you know they bounced back. They they played a very close game against West Virginia on Saturday or Sunday, I should say. Um, they, and 
we know that this is a it's, it's a big deal for them to play Louisville and, and you know if they win city bragging rights for the second straight year I mean they will have almost as many wins over Louisville as they have years in Division One. If this happens, this is their fourth year in D one. They'll they'll be two and zero against us since making the jump to D one, which would be insane. But I mean, I just think about going back to like twelve year old Trevor and be like Trevor. And at one point, Louisville was going to be just wishing they could beat crosstown rival Bellarmine. Imagine saying that to forty one year old twelve year old Trevor looking and go, "What the hell's a Bellarmine?" <laughs> That's probably what I would have said. That's where we are. Yeah. We both just groaned at the same time. I know. I'm just, I, don't know just, just I laugh because I'm out of tears. <laughs> uh, Louisville does, if you're looking for positive, a positive. Louisville does lead the There's happy. Hour. I made the joke last night, but Louisville does lead the country in free throw attempts per game. They're attempting 30 free throws per game. Well, that's because we took 70 against New Mexico State. 59. Oh my bad. And uh, or 49. Uh, that was a school record, right? No, it wasn't. It was the most they'd taken um, since. I'm sure, Dickie had to put that set out there. There was the one game where we played Notre Dame. Um, Six overtime game. The the overtime game, Samardo, where he shot a bunch of free throws. I think we took a ton in that game. Mm-hmm. We actually so the the 36 made free throws and the 49 attempts were both the most that we've made or attempted in a game since 2018. So 49 or 59. 49. Okay, I think you said 59. I, I correct myself. 49. Okay. Uh, Scott Clark made 15 free throws. That yeah. was the most since Samardo in that Notre Dame game, and his 16 attempts were the most since Russ uh, against Rutgers in 2014. So we take a ton of free throws. We get to the line. Bellarmine is a pretty good team at not fouling, though. Like They, they don't foul a ton. Uh, they keep opponents, for the most part, off the free throw line. They're a good three-point shooting team that shouldn't surprise anybody. They shoot it at a 35.3% clip from beyond the arc. They're not very effective inside the arc. Uh, they do get to the line a decent amount, and they shoot it very well there, uh, 76.1%. They're, I mean, look, look, they're a small team. All their numbers indicate that you should be able to expose them inside, and they play it sort of a slower pace. They're going to try to slow it down. Oh, they'll have more points in the paint than we will. You know they will. They probably did last year, right? Oh, I think they did. I think we out-rebounded us. I'm almost, pro- I'm almost positive. I think we out-rebounded them last year. Not that that's saying a lot, but I think they had probably more points in the paint than we did. I feel like that stat's right because it was all they got a billion layups. Oh we yeah, because they used to guard them. Now I guess you know for good or bad for everything you can say about Kenny Painter, it has given us you know, and mostly the bad, but you know you know wins and only winning four games last year. But look at this year, like so far we've had, I mean we out we almost outplay and beat a top twenty team on the road. We play a team with four players. We shoot forty nine free throws. We're exciting. I mean we're. We we we've wiped out the 1941 team from the record books. We made 11 three pointers against them last year and lost. <laughs> Did we really? We were 11 of 28 from three. <laughs> you had 11 threes. You should you should be competitive. I mean, I guess technically we were competitive. I mean, we lost by one. I was gonna say I shouldn't I should stop myself. It's like we got blown out. But even losing by one is like losing. It's like dog years, right? It's like you lose by seven. Yeah, and they can. <laughs> it wasn't like it was a fluke either. Like they led by 14 in the first half and led for most of oh, the yeah. game. And then we, you know, we had the last. We had a chance to win at the buzzer. Kamari Lance missed the jumper. Um, was it the Lance missing a jumper? Yeah, we drew up a play for him, which was man, that was a decision. The first game of the year. Take a break. When we come back, uh, if you've got thoughts on this or anything else, hit us up on the Thornton Stacks line. We'll read some text at 502-414-1450. We'll also talk a little football. Uh, we got news to get to on the ACC championship game front. Foosball. It's all happening. It's all happening here. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X.
Kentucky Atlas, only locally owned sports talk. Fourteen. Black no perms, you can't see. Then I'm a P-I-M-P. I don't know what you heard about me. But a can't get a dollar out of me. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see. Then I'm a I'm so sorry, everybody. Four o'clock hour here, the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450 Could you imagine walking in the bar tonight? Don't know word about me. I'm just your KP. I want Kenny Payne to go like. He came out to this song. I'm just I'm just a coach KP. If there was a world where Kenny Payne somehow knew that he was going to get fired and just went like middle fingers blazing, it'd be the greatest thing of all. Like he comes out to that song, he starts Zan. That like they're like he like goes over to to the the, the PA before the game and he's like, no, we got we got to change plans. He's like Zan starting. Karan <laughs> Davis comes like flying in from a like a rope, just like drops down from the ceiling. He's starting to just throw him in. Like Kenny's just like whatever. And then we lose by 16. Well, of course. Yeah. But it'd be fun. I, I mean, if he's going to go out, he's, he's got to go out like Costanza style, right? I would love to. He comes in, he comes in like he's wearing, wearing like Wes Unsel's actual jersey or something. Carrying the tr- he's like swinging the, tro- the national championship trophy around from 86. I contributed to this. <laughs> the thing is, and, and I feel like every prediction I've made about what's happened over the last two years has been eerily accurate, so I hesitate to even say this one. I Kenny Payne's going to go somewhere after this, and they're going to like just kick the absolute bleep out of us at some point. Like, like whether it's Kentucky, back to Kentucky, or somewhere else. Like I can see him being the assistant coach at just you know Syracuse out of nowhere, and like they come in like his first game, like they beat us by like forty three, and everyone's like, we should have kept Kenny Payne. Do you, do you think he's the? I don't know. I could see him just going back to. I mean, I feel like he's going to go to the Knicks or something. But I, I mean, yeah, going back to UK is the obvious option. They don't. They look like they don't really need him right now. Um, I can see him going back to the NBA. I mean, wherever he goes, he's going to. You know, he's first of all, he's he's already made enough money to be set for you know, generations of paying family members for for you know a long time. He's, yeah, Zan's good. He doesn't need the money. He's fine. But I can see. Like, I think he'll go back into a job where he's comfortable, being the number two somewhere, doing you know. Player development roles and you mean and somewhere fun. somewhere where he wants to be, then then had to be like talked into it. <sighs> yeah, just so much. Just, I mean, like, like if, the top five things like you don't want to hear your your head coach say it's, repeatedly. I mean, yeah, it's not like he just said it once and like my bad, I shouldn't have said that. Like he, he just he he beats it down into us. <laughs> if if whoever we hire next, assuming that this uh, this continues to go poorly. If at their introductory press conference they say something or anything along the lines of, yeah, I wasn't sure about this or I had to be talking, I'll be like, no, 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 no. I, I will stoop you so hard. I will lead a fan revolt. We will get you, we will Shiano your ass out of here so quickly. Like, you can't take it back, Josh. We're not doing this again. I We need somebody who is willing to crawl across wherever they are right now to come here and coach Louisville basketball. I want Tom Crean when he got announced as I, IU coach. I don't want Tom Crean at all. No, no, I don't mean, I want that attitude. Do you remember when he got hired? He was like, this is the pinnacle of basketball. This is where anyone wants to be. That's the attitude you want from the coach. Yeah, the but, but but also not a weirdo. Well, I mean, you got you know the right the, kind of weirdo. Take and give a little bit here. I mean, right now when you, I would take Tom Payne or Tom Crean. I take Tom Payne too. I take Tom Crean last year, this year over Kenny Payne for the rest of this year. Yeah, but yeah, everybody. The Crean had, Crean had last year's team like at least in a probably like fifteen wins. 
That's maybe a, 13. It's not the standard. We need somebody better than Tom Green. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Let's take some texts. Let's make it happen. We had texts like, did, did Spears not read his text today? Did he not? Like, there's texts from like 1230 that have been opened. Yeah, the, the first one I see from 1230 is the, I think he recognized this was from me, the almost DePaul's new. Approximately 17,000 people have sent me this this random Twitter accounts. Uh, you know, they, they do the tiers. There's, everybody does tiers now. Yeah. And they do college basketball tiers where it's like Final Fours and contenders and great. And then at the very bottom, they've got DePaul, who's by themselves. And then they have a tier that is almost DePaul, <laughs> that is Minnesota, Oregon State, Notre Dame, Georgetown, and Louisville. We are almost DePaul. But not quite DePaul. That game, December 9th, I'm telling you. 40 minutes for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I was just looking at the teams above us. It's the game of the century. Oh, yeah, Indiana State is, is average above us. It's those pin. Your business will be very decent this year. Penn beat Nova. Yeah. Texter says... Uh, hey, there's Davidson. <laughs> See you next year, Bob Davidson. Uh, yeah, but then, yeah, he was somebody else. Something about Tulsa and stuff, yeah. Oh, Oral Roberts is in Tulsa. Because what had, A lot of people letting Dennis but, Matt know that Oral Roberts is in Tulsa. But wasn't that artist? Didn't know that. We, we were Townsend, that's right. That's the one we couldn't decide. That's the one I was convinced on. The Townsend beat us? Yeah. I knew Oral Roberts is in Tulsa because uh, Troy's daughter goes there. She does? Yeah. Text says, don't worry, DJ wasn't talking about his ankle when he said it's broke, bro. He was talking about his jump shot. Love him to death, but that jump <laughs> shot needs some work. I think it's a KRC text. Is he is he okay? I haven't seen anything updated He's fine. on him. Okay. He's fine. Yeah, he, yeah he, everyone was going crazy about him saying it's broken, bro, when he was at the free throw line. Yeah. And then like he went to the locker room and came back out and was like on a bike fine. like five minutes later. He's 18. 18-year-olds overreact sometimes to things. Not shot. Yeah, like picking Kentucky. <sighs> what if he came out in the Louisville game and like, Came out of our like we just like we got him for the for the UL game for the UK game. Cal just doesn't do nothing. This is Kenny Payne's birthday gift. He's like, I'm gonna let you have DJ for the game, and we're gonna play four guys. And for Christmas, you get him for DePaul. Would Kenny Payne beating UK when they have like the UK fans are ha- like fully happy and back on the like Calipari's God train for the first time in a while? Would Would Louisville winning that game be the funniest thing ever? Beating Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, good lord! It'd be. I mean, it'd be more funny than them beating oh, us man. in football this oh, year. Oh yeah, they're not even close. I mean, it's it'd be the it'd be the by far biggest upset in the robbery of any sport. Like, I guess I can't say that because I mean, I don't know if they maybe upset us and shocked us right. in women's basketball or, right. or baseball at one point. But I don't. I, I mean, of, of of basketball and football, yeah. I mean, even the the twenty. Even the 27-point, whatever we were favorite in the Lamar fumble game, I would still put this as a bigger upset than that. Let's say like we, we have a terrible couple weeks here. We, maybe we lose tonight. Maybe we lose to, to Pepperdine or something. And then I would love it if we beat Kentucky, but then still just like fired him the next, <laughs> next day. It's like, it's like, this is how you're going out. Speaking of Costanza, you're going out on top. It's not going to get any better. What, 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 ride that high all into a new different job. What if now you know that he just wins the game and he like takes the mic after the game? He's like drops it. I want to thank everyone here for support. All you <laughs> no, he goes all you haters. I kept the receipt, and now you all can suck it. Kenny Payne out, and he just drops the mic. And, and then he, Louisville <laughs> improves to five and seven with their win over UK. Next thing you know, you see him walking out of town. He sees Dan running behind him, like like five people. I'm like, play up, Dad. Not the way he talks. <laughs> Texas, if the game is rainy on Saturday, which team do you think that benefits more? There is rain in the forecast for this game in Charlotte on Saturday. Uh, I mean, I I think it, maybe it might be helping them because their offense is being a little 
is a little behind the eight ball because of because of the quarterback situation. They'd probably want a sloppier atmosphere, wouldn't they? Like my my, my initial inclination was it helps them more because they've you know they've got the quarterback situation with Tate Rodemaker and he did not look great against Florida. Isn't that what I just said? Yeah, but but I, but I I think that looking more at it, like I don't I don't think it hurts us, right? I mean we're more of a, a run team anyway. Like, like yeah. We're more run first as well. We've been good. We've played in a, we've played in some some nasty weather. Didn't we play in a sprinkly weather game? Well, the pit game. Didn't go oh yeah, that was not right. No. Yeah, but that was a bad field. It was too. more about the field than it was. Oh good lord, we're playing an NFL field this weekend. It's true, but we look. We've played on in five NFL stadiums. It'll be the fifth one we played, and we've only lost in one. It's amazing, by the way. It's just pits. Insane. I mean, they have. I think it helps them more. They've got the best rush defense. In the ACC, I take it back. They've got the second best rush defense in the ACC. We have not been great against the run in recent weeks. We, we were good against it at the beginning of the season. We kind of let the Fletcher kid from Miami run all over us. We let too many explosive plays happen on the ground against uh, against UK. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it, it. It obviously changes the game dramatically. I don't think it changes the advantage dramatically. I would say slight lean towards them. I would prefer the game to be played in perfect circumstances. If it rains, I think maybe it's a slight advantage for FSU, but I don't think it just changes everything. I don't, I don't think it leaves us with like no chance. I mean, come on, Charlotte, get a dome. Grow up, Charlotte. Yeah, that there's there's a franchise. It's, it's I'm starting to think Ursay owns them. Yeah, they got to make him say no, guys. Back. Oh, who we got today? Appropriately, Scott Davenport. Got to make him say no. <laughs> I mean. Why would, why would he say yes? He's, he's, I don't know if Scott would say no. a better chance of playing. I don't know if Scotty would say no. He, he might not. I mean, Doug's already the, the coach in waiting over there. Scotty comes here, coaches a few years. Doug takes over at Bellarmine. I mean, if you're if I'm Davin, if I was Davenport and I felt like it would still would, wouldn't be like the best situation for me, I would still probably do it just say I coached Louisville. It'd be the final like like he is a true yeah. Louisville story. Like even if it didn't work out, he could he would. I mean, he still could either a retire and walk into the sunset. Like or that's be, the ultimate fairy tale ending, right? Or, or go. He could probably have his pick of like if he wanted to just coach just to kind of get out of the house. He could probably pick a high school of his choosing in this area. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, yeah. that would be like if you're telling the story, the ultimate like Louisvillean story from a basketball standpoint. It comes up from the South End, you know, plays high school, plays college, starts coaching in high school at Ballard, gets the assistant job at UofL, uh, which is a huge break, becomes a head coach at Bellarmine, takes Bellarmine to unprecedented heights, and then it ends with coaching the University of Louisville. Like that would, yeah, that would be would be a crazy story. I don't think it happens, but it'd be a crazy story. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a fun story. Texas says Louisville, much like Trevor's mom, is going to allow a lot of backdoor action tonight. <laughs> Come on. Be nice, my mom. She had to have her tooth pulled. She's not. She's not. Oh, happy. how's Nancy doing? I'm sure you're no help you would, either. You would think she had her leg amputated, but I mean, come on. <laughs> be nice. I am being nice. I don't think you are. <laughs> I am. I was. I was. I was at work last night, and I called up. I said, "Do you want me to order you some soup from, from from Jason's Deli?" She's like, "No, I have soup here." I'm like, "Okay." That's the extent of your niceness. Well, I was gonna have. Yeah, I didn't. Have to, I didn't have to send her dinner. I was. I was here at work. I already had my soup from Soupies. Texas, we are now trying to make Bellarmine into a Cincinnati Xavier style rivalry. We did call it the Crosstown Shootout today, and I was like, "What? Are we really doing that? Do we?" I mean, again, I love that's, that's dumb. Wait, I love that. that we're playing Bellarmine. I love that you know that, that, that we're giving them the shot. But like, this shouldn't be a like a, a big time rivalry. Like, like, this should be another like you know when UK plays 
Morehead State, Murray State, like they, like, or EKU, or yeah, whatever. like that's the way that it, you know we don't need nicknames for those type of rivalry games. I mean, what? what so this is a somebody get, remind me it's called the Crosstown Robbery. Well, the Crosstown Shootout is what they called Cincinnati Xavier, and that's what the UofL basketball account. That's what they called this game today. First of all, I'm, I'm amazed they still allow them to call it a shootout. Well, they, they changed it. I was going to say, especially when you have Cincinnati and Xavier involved. I think they brought it. No, I mean you're, you're joking, but like they they changed it after the fight to the Crosstown Classic, and then I think in the last couple of years, people were so mad about it, and I guess they got like, they're like once we get the decade removed from the fight, we're back to calling it the Crosstown Shootout. And it's the spotlight's off of it enough. It's not like the Red Robbery Shootout where they can they can still actually change the name to the actual call it shootout where Red Robberies Yeah. Red River. Red yeah, River Robbery, yeah, whatever. But uh they actually called it the Crosstown Showdown on the U of Men's basketball Twitter account this morning. All right, so my question is what was the Simmons game called? Crosstown Showdown, part one. <laughs> no, it's got no they're not cry. No, aren't aren't they like aren't they like on camp in Simmons College basically on Lobel's campus? It's close. I mean the the campus collision, Jefferson County Championship, Jefferson County Championship. JCC. <laughs> I mean, it's got. If we're gonna Bellarmine, if we're gonna give it a name, why can't we give Simmons a name? And why stop there? Well, Simmons is not D one. So game, games are the barely D one. <laughs> what should we call this game? The the Bellarmine game, Mike Rutherford Classic, <laughs> Battle for Respect. I, I, I kind of like my initial name. The Please God Don't Lose This Game, Please Kenny Payne Game. Don't Lose This Game, Kenny Payne Game. It's one hell of a trophy. I don't know if I can put on a shirt, though, can we? Texas, be careful. Some UK fan who goes to Bellman is going to write your name on the wall. Yeah, they, have, they did it at the UofL library. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's probably on a stall, too, somewhere. But That's what it was. Did you not see that picture? No. Um, I believe it says Mike Rutherford likes uh, the D word, and then it, si- it was signed BBN and Matt Jones. Appreciate that. It was like a bathroom stall down at, at the U of L library. Yeah. <laughs> Why the library? Who goes to the library anymore? Lots of students. <laughs> Texas, we're three and three, but we're also a missed free throw and a missed foul call away from being one and five. Last year we were zero and six, but a couple of seconds away from being three and three. It feels like last year we got unlucky, and this year we've gotten we have gotten lucky. Well, that's improvement, right? I don't know if I call it luck. <laughs> If we were lucky, I'd be like, we'd be better than we are. But Baby I mean, steps? Yeah. I mean, we also lost to Texas by kind of an unlucky finish. Yeah. We should have won that game. And you could say the same for IU, maybe. It was unlucky. Kenny Payne had no idea how to play his own. That was unlucky. It's unlucky. It's unlucky that we hired somebody that didn't know how to, what to do against the 2-3 zone. Chattanooga just kicked our ass. We've got no answer for Chattanooga. <laughs> for Chattanooga. Everybody else, we should have won. <laughs> Chattanooga just kicked our ass. Chattanooga's just really good. Are they? <laughs> Pardon me, boys. Their only loss is to Evansville. They were up by 21 in that game. That's unlike Chattanooga is basically a top 25 team. They, they are. I'm Chattanooga goes to the Final Four. Uh, they actually just lost to Lipscomb by 14 last night. Hey, <laughs> don't, don't. You, we, I, I think we've actually, learned. today. It was a game today. Have we not learned Lipscomb can play? <laughs> Lipscomb can play. Listen, we don't want nothing to do with them. Look, are, are you ready for the, the sort of a um, – uh, this team beat that team. What's that? What's that? Uh, not tangential. What's what's the, the the phrase for that? You're really asking me? Yeah, I know. That's why I wish I had somebody who had any sort of. <laughs> Did you, are you? What's your, what's your next thing? Best idea? Ask Virginia to do calculus for you. I mean, 
have a better shot there. You probably do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just blanking, totally blanking on the phrase. So, so you lips, about when someone beats someone and you yes, go Yes, and I, I just cannot remember what that, that phrase is. I always thought it was like Help the, me out, text the line, Notre please. Dame reasoning. Yeah, somebody needs to say that. That's going to drive me crazy. Um, but, but here's what I'm talking about. So Lipscomb, which just beat Ch- – Transitive property. Thank you, God. It was going to drive me crazy. Lipscomb beat Chattanooga, who they beat did. us by 10. Okay. Lipscomb also lost to Bowling Green by 21. Okay. Bowling Green lost to Bellarmine by 18. I think this all ends with us losing by 63 tonight. You went so like. far down the rabbit hole, I got lost to where what, what was supposed to be positive or It was negative. literally three games. I know. <laughs> I think we're in trouble tonight. You lost me after the first one. I think we're in trouble. Well, I already knew that. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't need a, a trans fat to, to tell me that. Trans. Fat. <laughs> I knew that. God, everybody on the text line was like, "Oh my God, you idiots!" Trans. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to my world, buddy. <laughs> not too fun, is it, there, Mike? It's not. <laughs> I need my brain to heal. Texas is a UVO basketball game tonight. Just what we all need this week to help us get over last Saturday and get us pumped up for the ACC championship game. <laughs> Another nail in the KP coffin. I also didn't like last night, like the UK, like all the. It was bad enough to see them just celebrating a top, you know, top ten win by so many points and looking so good. And then it was like first time that UK football and basketball have beaten top ten opponents in the same week. I was like, stop, please, God, just stop bringing up Both the game. ACC on top of it. Yeah, no, yeah, and there was that too. It was like, we own the ACC. I was like, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to show you how much we own the A-Sun tomorrow night. I don't know if you knew this, but their football team was at the game with the Governor's Cup. Which was also like, it's a seven and five team. If they'd lost, imagine if they'd lost that game and they finished six and six and they brought, tried to bring them out. It was just all about a cheap pop for beating Louisville. Like, just... I mean, I get it, but my God, like, I mean, just, this game is just—I I said it. I said it on Friday. Winning that game was all about an, avoiding a buttload of annoyance, and my God, it's so annoying here a week later. It's I mean, so annoying. We, maybe we should give cut UK some slack. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, beating U of L is really as good as it gets for UK football. I mean, everybody said some variation of that. It doesn't make it hurt any less. It doesn't. It, I, no. I, I, I know it's the only card we have to play, but we can't even. You have to sit in it. You got to sit in it. It's annoying as hell. We lost the game. We shouldn't have lost it. And now we've got a year's worth of this crap to deal with. Well, we need to quit sitting it. It's making my butt itch. <sighs> making more stuff itch. It's terrible. It's awful. I hate it. I hate it. Are we doing a simulcast today? I hope not. Oh, so the tip top's at eight, right? Tip top's not till eight, so I can't imagine that we. They do a ninety-minute pregame, so be you know, there's no. I, I don't think so. Yeah. There's a damn it, Mike. We all will turn into the sad girl from a year without Santa Claus if Louisville loses tonight. Maybe. The what, huh? I think some people are, like, I kind of thought that we all were on the same page where it was, I- I'm upset about things. I-, I hate this. I don't think it's going well, but like, I-, I still find myself watching the games and-, and cheering for Louisville, or you know, some people are like, I'm not watching the games at all. I think there are more people actively rooting against Louisville than I thought. Because I've, I've gotten texts from people that are like, I, I hope we lose this game. Like I, I, and I'm like, damn, I can't believe that. Like I never thought we would get to that point. I don't hope we lose. I, 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 do, I mean, I, I still find myself like. I don't like, expect in, us to win, but sometimes I don't hope we lose. Like a lot of times I am I am numb. But like at the end of that New Mexico State game, like I'm, I'm furious at the way they've played, especially after 
a glimmer of hope in New York, and like, that was it was such a depressing performance. But still, at the end, when they're making their comeback, like I'm, I'm rooting for Louisville to win the game. Like I, I don't want our, our kids to go through that. But there are, I, there are definitely some people out there. And look, I, I told you, I'm, I'm not judging anybody. The whatever you have to do to get through this period, do it. I, no judgment here. None of us have ever been through anything like this. However, you have to deal with it, you deal with it that way. But I am surprised at the number of people who are like. I'm finding myself like rooting for the other team, which is depressing as hell that we're at that point. Texter says, uh, oh, your boy says Eric texted in. Oh, good Lord. And he, of course, he goes with the text that I've seen probably a million times at this point. We've all seen it a million times. Will Kentucky have more fans at the Yum Center than Louisville when they play? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, but maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's going to be a lot of – the blue fans will be audible for sure. Sorry, we'll start by that. No, no, no. I, I'm just, I'm just. I think a lot of people have talked about, and again, if winning would take care of everything, if Louisville beats Bellarmine tonight, let's say that they they pull an upset over Virginia Tech on Sunday, things are, are turning the corner, then that's that's one thing. But if we're, if things keep going the way that they've been going, and you know we barely beat Bellarmine, we lose to Virginia Tech handily, maybe we we lose to either Arkansas State or Pepperdine. You know, there's all these questions about. What do you have to gain from firing Kenny Payne in season and, and all this stuff? And and I, for the most part, I understand where, where you're coming from, and I, and I s- sort of agree. But if you are looking for some, a positive that would come out of it, if you if things are going terribly and you fired Kenny Payne a week from now, two weeks from now, if we lose tonight, tomorrow maybe, um, at least you could have some built-up energy and, and fan base support for games like the Kentucky game. Like I think that environment... I don't know who, what they would do. I mean, I don't know if you would go with Nolan or you'd go with Danny Manning or you'd go with whatever, bring in somebody from the outside for the next three months. I, who knows? Has that ever been done? <laughs> no, but let the players coach themselves. What, whatever you would do. That would be hilarious. You would have the fan base like really be supportive, more supportive than they've been these last few weeks. And, and I think that that environment for the Kentucky game would actually be way better than it's probably going to wind up being. Again, uh, unless we do something like, like go on a little bit of a winning streak here, maybe only drop one game before the UK game. Um, but like... like you know, if you're if you're trying to talk about like why would you do that in season? Why would you do that? Like, there, it's not like there's not there aren't benefits out there to going ahead and making the move and just being like we can't let this thing continue because it's it's worse than any of us ever imagined. But first, one, I'm not a fan of the the midseason fire. Um, I mean, maybe late in the season, like three or four games left, maybe situation. But this early season, I'm not a fan of it. Even with even though I you know expect Kenny Payne not to be back next year, regardless. Uh, and it's not because I, the little thing I've thrown out there, you know, you know the guy, you know, Manning coming in and playing well, and we're like, well, let's keep him and give him a shot. I mean, I don't think that's not, not a reason. I'm just not a fan of it. But I can't but wonder. I wonder if that's ever actually somebody, a staff has been let, let go and like bringing like, a random person in the middle of the season. That would be insane. I'm sure it's happened. The only thing I can think not of. Not a random person, but somebody who like has ties to the program. I would say the closest I could think to that would be, I think Barry Alvarez did it one year, didn't he? At, Barry at Alvarez did it like 17 times. Yeah, where he, he fired co- this coach and then he came down from AD. Yeah, he's like, I'm the AD, I'll just coach the game. Or what coach left. Like, like he loved it because he's like, all right, time for Barry to shine here. Like Barry, Yeah, he did it, I think, three or four times. I guess Bill Snyder did it too, didn't he? No, no, they didn't fire Prince in the middle of the season, though, I don't think. No. I mean, they. He came back and replaced him again, but I don't think that was middle of the season. I mean, we had a, the, the weird situation. Where you know Paget went from being the lowest man on the assistant coach totem pole to the head man, and but he had, and it had no staff and yeah. had to bring in yeah. two guys that were unemployed that weren't going to coach that season in Greg Paulson, Trent Johnson, and then promoted Logan uh, Ballman from 
ops director to assistant coach. Like that was a very unique situation. Yeah, that was close. But yeah, I, I, I would be willing to bet that it's happened somewhere. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Like I would think, I mean, like a situation like New Mexico, I guess could have been one where they would have done it, but they just said like, we're just not even going to play more of the season anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, they initially kept going through the the murder part of that equation. Okay. And then they ended it after the hazing scandal happened, after that broke. Because the murder th- happened in December. But to go, then, but they didn't like let the staff go and like no, they, yeah. they I think they the, the player well the player who, who committed the murder was, was also shot so he wasn't playing anyway but like everybody kind of stayed on the team the other players that were involved in it stayed on the team the coaching staff wasn't changed and then the the hazing thing came up like six weeks later and then that's when they they pulled the plug on the whole season and cleaned house. Texture says I loved smartass Mike on Twitter last night entertaining. I'm just doing just we're, we're going for anything we can grab at this point. I, I like smart-ass Mike anytime. It's better than dumb-ass Mike. Well, <laughs> agree or disagree. Texas is heading to Charlotte on Friday. Going to be wearing a Cardinal Bird onesie, screaming Mike Norvell makes eye contact while eating bananas. That's, <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> is, that, is that from something? No, that guy just texted that in. It's just some variation a few times. Oh, has it? Every I, single time I read it without realizing It's funny. It. <laughs> it's, I, I don't remember hearing it before because I think it's funny. Texas Scoots has to said that he had to reset changes that Trevor made to the board. Kentucky looked good, but it's still November. Injuries will happen. So does Texas game UofL show up or Chattanooga? Right. Scoots, Scoots is blaming you for what happened. Scoots is full of it. There was nothing on the board. What'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> What'd you do? Richard! <laughs> what did you do? Um, no, I just, I, I, nothing's changed. In fact, I left, I left here last night, the, 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 Odds are up. He just, uh, yeah, he's just, uh, I guess, he, he, just, he just wants to throw me on the bus. That's all right. I get it. The best part about Some this. Some people can't handle the to the acceptance of their screw-ups. The best part about stuff like like not working here or being off here is that it's just the two of you in that room. Like, nobody else ever goes in there besides if somebody has to fill in for you. Not necessarily. Well, we do have some. Gary will be in here very rarely as will, exactly. will Josh. Yeah, yeah, not very often. More times than not, it's just you two. So, oh, yeah. We're so if something goes wrong, seven. it's just you two pointing the finger at each other, which is wonderful. The Spider-Man meme. Yeah, there's nobody else to go to. It's not like, I don't know who was in here the other day, but like this is this is messed up. It's like, it's one of two people. Well, Every- that's not necessarily. I mean, somebody could have come in here and done without actually running a board and like, come in here and done Nobody something. else ever goes in there. <laughs> you don't know. You're not here all the time. I'm telling you. Nobody- have you never been in here? I don't. The smell just keeps me out. <laughs> I <laughs> Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Texture says, uh, it just means more. Chris the Plumber. I thought he was a little guy. Come on, Chris. Texture says, okay, guys, we must unite as a fan base. We must get the universe right, align the stars, appease the sun and moon gods, be one with the universe, and you two master spirit children must do your part and make sure you pay proper homage at critical times. Here's a visual aid to help your cause. I want to see this guy's Google search. Pin it to your desktop, save it on Card Chronicle, whatever makes it easily available for reference purposes when needed. Use it wisely and with spirit, spirit, spirit children unite. That's a very, oh, God, that's that's horrifying. It's a it's a moon, crescent moon with sunglasses, a bunch of crudely drawn stars. Oh, he's got a cigarette in his mouth. And then a bunch of Card Chronicle bird masks. Uh, looks like Charlie Brown Christmas people dancing around a fire. This is with the Spirit Children anthem. The moon looks like some kind of like '80s beer beer slogan or something. I'm gonna have to read this on Friday to make sure that we win. Okay. We I mean, look. We didn't do it last week, and we lost the game. Did you notice the stars have like different faces? 
One's got like sunglasses. The other one's got like the one on the far right looks like Lisa Simpson's got his eyes like wide open. Look, this guy put a lot of work into the image. He did kind of put some in there. I'm impressed. This is how this is how far people are willing to go to see us win a conference championship in football. Am I, the, am I the moon? Maybe. You're pretty cool. You smoke. <laughs> I'm cool because I smoke. <laughs> Don't listen, kids. Let's take a break. When we come back, more from you guys on the text line, 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Wednesday edition here on ACC A-Sun Championship Day on 1450 The Big X. I don't know what you heard about me. I think fifth grade, this is like the album that everybody, or maybe fourth grade, everybody was talking about this album. Dookie. It was a big deal. I remember I bought this cassette and Siamese Dream uh, uh, Flashing Pumpkins cassette the same day. What a day. <laughs> I love the fact I had a cassette too, by the way. It, it, uh, I bought the cassette. I was, uh, that was seventh grade, I think. Eighth grade was that when that came, this came out? I think I was in fourth grade, so that sounds about right. So you were, I think you were like five grades ahead of me? Something like that, yeah. I think it was in eighth. I can't remember. It was around there. I don't remember. I was at Westport, I'm pretty sure, though. Maybe I was a freshman. I don't know. I can't remember now. By the way, you know, we've gone from here at the, the, the Big X Studios, the Big X Nation, the most luxurious radio studios in America. We've gone from, like, since we've been back, this week, I feel like there's no in between. We either have people that are working here, like, like people are staying later than we are. Like, like Debbie's there, like last night. She was. Yeah, she was here there. when I came back to do the same X game. She's yeah. She's I mean, there. people are staying like super late to get stuff done. I feel like everyone's either staying super late or just never here at all. And today's one of the never here at all days. But it smells fantastic out there. I don't know if you noticed this. <laughs> whatever like little candle scent they're using, whatever. It's a Christmassy piney feel. I feel like it just. I don't know. I walk in. I feel the. I feel the magic of the season. It makes me feel better. Uh, you know, come in here. I'm like, oh, we got to talk about, you know, football team losing the UK, basketball team doing basketball stuff, and then I, I smell that smell, and I'm like, let's let's go. I, I can do this. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad it was a good smell for your nose because guess what? We got to talk about you about basketball, and that's a stinker. It doesn't have to be. We can make the most out of it. We're getting people through their day. You're a smell snob sometimes. I I I'm very into good smells. <laughs> I like smelling stuff that, that is good. I don't like smelling stuff that's bad. Do you bad. smell the roses? It's a very unique thing about me. I don't like bad smells. Shocking. <laughs> I also now am finding it harder to be in this we're in this small space over here, this the small room. And it was a lot easier to talk about little Howard when he wasn't just staring me in the face directly every day. <laughs> I'm realizing this is gonna be a very long year with that UK scarf and him side eyeing me every single day on the radio and just being like, please. Get me out of this. I want to wear the flat bill. It, it's just, uh, I, I don't like it. It's going to be it's gonna be a long, long year. I swear. Well, the, well, the, while I do, always enjoyed drunk TJ calls at, at, mid, at 1 o'clock in the morning, I don't, I, the first thing he brings up is other than, you know, how good they are in basketball is, can you believe we have, KRC's never seen a UK football loss to UML? <laughs> he said that yesterday, too. We talked about it on the show. Because he brought it up. That's why he was, he was reminding me he'd brought it because he, he's, 
He's, what does TJ drunkenly talk to you about for 45 minutes, by the way? It can't just be 45 minutes about how good they are in basketball. Do you really want to know? Yes. Okay, he brought that up, and then he went down the rabbit hole. But by the way, you've had talks with intoxicated people. Like, there's really I, I no, have. There's really no back and forth. This isn't like a debate or a discussion. It's more he wants to say something, and then you just sit back and let him talk. Yeah. So I don't know how it came down to it. He's like... You remember when we beat you all and uh, the Packers beat the Eagles in 2010 on the way to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Yes, TJ, I remember. I remember the game. Akers missed two field goals. We cut them afterwards. We'd beaten you all earlier that year. He's like, you did? I'm like, yeah, we did. We lost you on the, in the wild card game. And we were the, we were the home, we were the three seed. You were the six. And then he, he started talking about like the T.O. touchdown against the Packers in 97, how he it bothered him so much as a child. And I'm like, well, you should be mad. I was like, Jerry Rice fumbled, and they couldn't review it because they never reviewed the time. He's like, yeah, they did? <laughs> it, was, it was somewhat a, I don't know if it was more entertaining than rewatching Charlie Wilson's War for the 40th time, but it was still pretty good. I don't miss talking to drunk people a lot. I do miss <laughs> being drunk and drunk dialing people. Well, like, that was the thing. It was a very, of course, he says he calls me because I'm the only one he knows it's up. I mean, which like, that was the, the, it was the fun thing to do in college. I guess texting was still a, a, kind of a big thing then, but it wasn't quite as as ubiquitous as it is now. And so we would all at our various college, like our, our good friend, like we would just get drunk, and then like you'd have you you just you'd call a few people, a few people would call you, you'd wake up with like five voicemails from friends saying really <laughs> stupid stuff. It was always fun. I enjoyed it. When's the last time you drunk called somebody to talk? I haven't been drunk in like. Like really drunk and like probably two. I mean, before I got sick. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's been a, it's been a long time. I can almost remember my last one. It was it was the final four in New Orleans. Probably. Uh, I lost me and my buddy got separated because he got way too hammered, and that was the night he you know he woke up in a in a garbage bin. Uh, but like Tale as old as time. Like I don't remember. Like I it was the, I don't remember calling, but like the next day, yeah, I'd called like Graveyard Girl and. Like other people, the same as you, like just leaving voice messages and stuff. I was like, don't remember calling. Of course, she calls me back. She's like, it was so great hearing your voice. I'm like, oh, God, what did I do? That was always a bad feeling. I don't miss that part of it. <laughs> it's like, no, I got him in New Orleans. I can come see you. No. <laughs> Where's the final four? Alaska. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> Alaska. Go to the airport. I'll stop you there with a sign. <laughs> Uh, we've got a busy night of Cardinal Sports ahead again tonight. We've got uh, the, the men, as we've mentioned, taking on Bellarmine at uh, 8 o'clock on ACC Network Extra. The U of L women will take on Ole Miss at 9.15. On, that'll be nationally broadcast on ESPN. I'm assuming that you'll be able to hear that game on – you are. Just checking to make sure. 9.70 WGTK will have that game. If you want to hear the men's basketball game on the radio, you won't be able to hear that on 9.70 tonight. That'll be over on 93.9 The Ville. Um, this is the, the good thing about the partnership we have, the, the Louisville First partnership, is there's never a situation where the men's game, the women's game, if there was a baseball game tossed in the mix, like there's always going to be a home for every single Louisville game because we've got like six stations that are part of this. So tonight, the men at 8 o'clock will be on uh, 93.9 The Ville. The women at 9.15 will be on uh, 970 WGTK. I believe on 900, I guess, will be the women's Bellarmine game, which is tonight as well. There you go. Uh, they're playing, I think, Evansville? I'm pretty sure it didn't. All the details there. <laughs> and then uh, on this, these are waves around, I think it's at 730. We've got Western basketball. Who's Western play tonight? I don't know that one, actually. I just know we have the, we have Western basketball. It's at 730 pregame. I'm also seeing the official game notes have the women's game tipping off at 915 a.m. I'm like, well, that would be bad. 
that, that, that would not be good. Uh, Western tonight will take on Campbellsville. Could be a blowout. It should be. That's not a D1 program. It's the Campbells, right? And the high school, Campbell County, I know is Campbells. Is Campbellsville University the Campbells as well? Campbell Campbells is a D1 program. I think you're thinking of them. The one with the hat. The, the, yeah, the, Campbellsville the, is a, the, is a the college. Popular, the, like, the, it was popular at Lids for like a month. Campbellsville is a, is a college in Kentucky. Yeah, it's, I know that. Yeah, because I think my, my grandmother was born in Campbellsville. They're the Tigers. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Let's take some more text from you guys. Camels, See what y'all are up to. Camel Camels. Are, are, I've got a Campbell Camels basketball long sleeve shirt that I love wearing because I love my boy Chris Clemens. He's a beast. Uh, the score, yeah, I remember him. He's still, I think he's still bouncing around between uh, a two-way deal with the Rockets. Uh, but he was, he was fantastic. Texture says, uh, UK always has a game like this early in the year where they look like the greatest team in the world and then fall off a cliff in like January. Well, I hope you're right. They haven't had that in a while, though. They've they looked really good last night. I didn't like they looked really good last night. But the I mentioned the the UK fans that just don't get sarcasm or just can't like like they they can just never turn the rivalry mode off and were just tweeting at me last night. And there were a few of them that were like, nobody can hang with us, nobody can beat us. And I was like, you you've already lost a game. Like, like I, I get that you look great tonight. <laughs> you can't exactly play the like we're the best team in the country. I don't think anybody's beating us card when you've quite literally already lost to somebody. So not to mention you went to overtime with St. Joe's. Yeah, do you see? You, Kansas almost lost to was it Eastern Illinois last Did night? They, what was the final? They got, ended up winning by eight, but it was tied okay. in the last minute, and they were thirty-eight and a half point favorites. I got like the, uh, the one of those text updates. It's like, could the upset happen? Kansas is is da- as uh, it said it was like ten minutes to play and tied. I was like ten minutes to play. I was like, come on. Yeah, it was way way too close for comfort. No, but I was like at that point, I was like, they can they can still win this game by thirty. But I didn't. I, and then I just kind of forgot about the game. Are we putting Kansas on fraud alert watch? Did they almost? Did they had a bad game right before this too? Didn't they? Well, I mean Tennessee, they they won, but they lost to Marquette by fourteen in Maui. No, yeah, that's the game I was thinking. Of. Yeah, Marquette, yeah, because Marquette carved them up too. Fraud alert! Uh oh, they play UConn on Friday. That should be a really good game. Is Hunter really just a poser? Is Dickinson a you know locker room cancer? I, Who's to say? I'm, I'm, me maybe. <laughs> <laughs> in turn, is UK then overrated? Is well, we know Reed's we know Reed is the second coming. Look, we're doing all this transitive property stuff. I think the, the, the what this all boils down to is is one thing and one thing only. You know where I'm going with this? It's down here for the sport. <laughs> everybody's bad. Is this about Kenny Payne? Nobody's nobody's any worse than anybody else. One through three sixty two, anybody could beat anybody. Anybody could beat anybody. Record toss the records out the window. Open the tournament up to all three sixty two teams. Make it happen. Texas says, come on down, Chris Beard. I mean, is it mean to me to say to tell you? I mean, Chris, dude, we are the home of bourbon here. I mean, come on, open arms, baby. Is that too mean? Is like that's supposed to entice somebody. I'm refraining comment. <laughs> I think Chris Beard. I think he's going to win at a high level for another few more. I I feel like he's a walking, a ticking time bomb. And I don't know if we can take that risk at this point. Though. But at Ole Miss, I mean, you can exactly the, the, at Ole Miss. Andy Kennedy, I mean, no, got drunk and, and used a beat a, up a cab driver, beat up a cab driver, and, and hurled an Islamic slur at the at, yeah. at him and kept his job. I I was at the I was at the that he remember he, they played Louisville right after the, the first game after that happened. But did they? That was in St. Louis. The old that was Chris Warren just knee getting blown up at the end of the game. Oh, I remember that. I was at that game. I was at that press conference. 
And I mean, I I felt bad for Andy Kennedy a little bit because, especially since there was a a guy in the press conference. That, I mean, he he had to been some like from Howard Stern. He was just a total tool and would not let it go. And was like, "So what about the cabbie there, Andy?" I'm like, and they they actually took the guy out. They ended up pulling him out of the press conference and escorting him out of the, the press room. Texas says mandatory qualifier, saying that yes, our team is bad, but are we really going to do this again with Cal and UK? Sure, they look to finally have some shooters again, but the lack of experience at guard and the lack of depth in the front court is going to keep that ceiling lower for this team. I mean, I hope you're right. I mean, they still haven't got their big guys back, right? No, and at this point, like you know, somebody last night was like, "Of course, I'm sure Bradshaw will. Well, his first game back will be right against us." And I was like, "Well, if we're gonna play like this, I hope it is. Like, let's let's ruin the mocho a little bit. Let's shake things up a little bit by bringing him back in that game against us." Uh, I mean, I do feel like you have to. With every single, if, not just Kentucky, but if you're talking, if you're giving any take about college basketball, and I do still do some freelance stuff, so yeah, every now and then I'll work a, a general college basketball. Do you use your real name or do you use like a fake name? I've well, I've, I've ghostwritten for some people before. Does that mean a fake name? I basically they, they publish, they pay me to write stuff, and then they use their name. I'm not going to say who. Well, but. that's kind of. Oh, it's totally fraudulent. That's horrible. But I needed money. Um, <laughs> you're, but, like a, you're like a journalist whore. <laughs> you gotta make money somehow. I mean, good lord, dude. What separate you from the common streetwalker over mm-hmm. there? Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> most stuff that I write now, I mean, all, all stuff I write now is under my own name. I mean, I've re- I'll still, SB Nation will hire me for stuff. I've done some sports betting, dime stuff. And then I'll cover the NCAA tournament again this year. So, like, every now and then, I, you know, I'll work in a, not as much as I used to, but just a general college basketball tweet. And you just get flooded with people being like, you can't talk about this when your team is coached by Kenny Payne. I'm like, why, why not? Like, everybody can still talk about things. I'm making observations. I do feel like with every single comment that you make, you have to do throw out that precursor where it's like, I get that we're worse, but Kansas doesn't look very good tonight or something. And it's just like, I hate, you know, it's like UK fans do whenever they comment on anything to me. It's like, I'm a UK fan, but. You know, sorry, your pet died. I'm like, well, you don't have to say that you're a UK fan. You can just be a human being that says, I'm "Will sorry you freelance that, that to me at one time?" Like next time somebody like asks you to write something for them and you don't really don't like them that much, like just let me do it for them. Ghost write it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not under my name. I mean, one or mine either. <laughs> I, I've I've written stuff online under the name Larry Lubers. Yeah, but I mean that's just that's just you just. Writing under a pseudonym. Yeah, which is which is, I loved it when I found out like Nick and then Jim Couch were like, we know Larry, we, he's a great guy. I'm like, it's hilarious. Uh, Texter says, Dusty May getting some big wins after an early bad loss. He'd look good in black and red. They've got a weird resume because yeah, they had the, the terrible home loss to Bryant, who's, who's not very good at all. And now you know, they're playing much better teams. They blasted. A good Texas A&M team. They beat Butler by five. They beat Virginia Tech by 34 on Sunday. And they've got a couple, I think they still have to play Arizona. They, they, they He loaded up on the non-conference schedule this year. So they have a chance to to not let that Bryant loss just tank their resume, even though it's a, it's a really bad loss. But they, they, they've looked really good since then. If you were doing the odds spam favorite for Kenny Page, KP replacement, uh, is, is, is May past Tang? I don't, I, I've got no they're, idea. They're one and two right now, right, I think? I, 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 I don't know. Like Everyone asks. I, I get this some variation Not with your opinion. Question. I'm talking about what you see with people saying, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy. I feel like those are the two more popular names right now amongst the fan no, base. No. I mean, sort of, I mean, I guess. Maybe. I see Jay Wright from everybody. Okay. I, I was just other Jay Wright. Other than Jay Wright. Let's be realistic. It's like the Indiana fans talking about John Gruden coaching the football team. Yeah. I mean, that's so, I mean, outside of Jay Wright or, you know, Rick Pitino coming back or Billy Donovan maybe even. 
you know, um, I think I feel like Dusty May and, and Tang are the, are the two favorites, right? I think that the names they get talked about the most because there have been reports out there linking them to the job. So And they have legitimate reason. They have an actual chance of getting them, too. But, like, I mean, again, like, I get whether it's the, the text line here or just people texting me, like, like, I get some variation of the question, like, who are the realistic candidates every single day? And I've got no idea. Like, I don't either. Like, I, I would expect those two guys to be in the mix. I would expect other guys to be in the mix. Like, we don't know who's going to have a. A crazy season in college basketball. We didn't know Florida Atlantic was going to be Florida Atlantic last year. I mean, you've got like right now, BYU, Mark Pope has an absolute juggernaut out there. They destroyed Arizona State. They destroyed NC State. They beat San Diego State, who's coming off of a national title game appearance. Like they're top 10 in Ken Bomb. They've got the nation's sixth active uh, longest winning streak. Like he's doing a hell of a job out there. Like he'll probably be a hot coaching candidate. By the way, his assistant coach, Kill Fennel. Congrats to him, former Cardinal assistant. Oh, fentanyl! Doing a great job out there. Like, I could use some fentanyl this season. I mean, I would expect Josh Hurd. I again, we're all assuming that there's going to be a coaching search. Maybe there's not, but if there is, like, I think he'll kick the tires on some bigger names that, that maybe weren't interested two years ago when we still had the NCAA stuff that would be interested now. You know, if, kick the tires on Scott Drew, kick the tires on Kelvin Sampson, kick the tires on you know who Tommy Lloyd, whoever you know you think may be interested in making a move to a, a bigger program or a lateral move, depending on who you're talking about. Like, I think he's going to cover all his bases. I, and I've got no idea who's a realistic candidate for us. So it's an answer that I'm just it's, – it's a question that I'm ill-equipped to answer right now. I, I, I wish I could lie and just make stuff up. But, yeah. Do you want to get me a – do you want to do a ghostwriter answer for you? Yeah. Ghost talker. Ghost talker. <laughs> Wasn't that a show? Remember the show? What was that show called? Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider was a show. Yeah, I vaguely remember that show. I don't really watch the whole thing. It went on the same channel as like... Uh, it was like KET. The, uh, PBS. The, um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego channel? Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love Ghost Rider. Yeah, I think it was on the same like same channels. I, I need to look that up. I, I kind of vaguely remember, but I don't, I don't... Like, I remember the show, but I can't remember anything about the show. Does that sound right? It was a good show. It was like a literal ghost that helped people, like write stories. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the clever name. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that TJ Walker, or not TJ Walker, um, uh, TJ Beisner was in the very first episode of Wishbone, which was also on that channel, the series where the dog helped recreate famous literary uh, novels. I don't know what Wishbone is. Wishbone was great. I mean, TJ Walker, or TJ Beisner was in the very first episode. TJ Walker or Beisner? Beisner. Okay. We know too many TJs. We do. Uh, they just love UK. Well, now Beisner loves UNC. But. Yeah, I did not know. That. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember Wishbone though. I just know there's an offense. What's the story, Wishbone? Texter says. I remember that one? That was over my head. It was, it was great. Texter says, "What if they move the UK Louisville game to the CW or some other lesser network?" I would laugh at cat fans trying to find the game. Well, if, we, if they move it to the CW, we're winning. I'd feel incredibly confident. We're either winning or something catastrophic is going to happen to UK. We have a flood. The Yum Center again. The curse must be fed at all costs. So. Yeah, that would actually be the greatest thing that ever happened. If they moved the game from, uh, what's it on this year, like CBS, ESPN, ESPN2, to the CW, I'd be like, well, we got a fighting chance. We may win this thing. Texas, should I be worried about my travel plans to the Orange Bowl? No. Uh, what, because of the rain, possibly? Well, no, I, I think the, I'm assuming he's worried about us making it. We haven't talked about it yet. The new CFP rankings came out last night. Oh, we did drop, as you might expect, but we didn't. Oh, orange ball. We didn't drop as far as far as we did in the AP poll, where we went from number nine to number fifteen. We dropped from number ten to number fourteen in the new CFP rankings. NC State is number nineteen. So again, there's only two ways that we get left out of the Orange Bowl. If we if we beat Florida State, we're going to the Orange Bowl. It's a done deal. 
if we lose to Florida State, the only ways that we get left out of the Orange Bowl and move down to presumably the Gator Bowl is if one, FSU gets jumped by some one-loss team and doesn't make the playoff. Two, if NC State Very possible, finishes way. with a higher CFP ranking than us. So we would have to, you know, they're, they're done, they're not playing anybody. We would have to lose in such a dramatic fashion that they drop us from like 14 to, to 19 or 20, and then NC State moves ahead of us despite having one fewer win and, and having lost to us on their home field. I don't think either of those are going to happen. The more likely I'm with you, the, the, the more likely to me is if FSU yeah, say, gets say we, they only beat, They say it's a close game, they beat us like 21-20 or something. Yeah. And yeah, and then like, yeah, um, I don't know, I guess not Michigan, but Ohio State. I'll say this isn't playing by L. Sometimes they give an example. Somebody d- just destroys and like they like the year Ohio State just decimated Wisconsin, which got them to jump over Oklahoma State, which they end up winning the whole thing, by the way. But uh, that that kind of situation. I, just I mean, don't there's know. a there's a very we haven't really talked that much about this weekend. I'm sure we will the next two days a lot. But there's a very real opportunity for insane chaos this weekend. Like this would be the perfect year for a 12 team playoff. But you've got, I mean, let's say I'm, I'm going to ask you. We've only got a couple minutes here. But let's say Bama beats Georgia, Oregon beats Washington, Florida State beats us. Who gets in? Say one more time slower, okay. Bama beats Georgia, which means both both those teams have one loss. Yeah. Oregon beats Washington, both those teams have one loss. loss. Texas wins its game. We're, we're assuming that here. And then Florida State beats us. They're undefeated. Who's in the playoff at that point? Michigan and who else? I mean, me... You're asking what I would do. What or do you what think I, the committee would do? Okay, because I'm putting Florida State in. I, I, you know me. I'm, I strongly believe if you're undefeated, then you deserve a shot. Um, I think they would. I think Florida. I think Florida State would get left out. I kind of do too. I think they would. They're going to look at that. They're going to look at the quarterback situation. They're going to look at the the fact that. I mean, honestly, I mean, they didn't really. I mean, we'll be what their second best win of the season. We might be the best win of the season. Well, LSU. LSU's got four losses, don't they? Three. Okay. LSU's ahead of us in the rankings. Yeah, but they still got three losses. They're still, I mean, are they really that mind blowing of a team? They're at bottom near the bottom of the top twenty five, probably. They're thirteenth. Are they really? They're ahead of us. Yeah. Who the hell is ranked ahead behind them? LSU's not even that good. I've watched LSU play. They're average almost. I mean, I think we can play with LSU. But anyway, the point is, yes, then we're we're right there with LSU to me, and we're we're fourteenth, and they're thirteenth. The the interesting thing, so in this hypothetical, you've got Bama would beat Georgia. To be the SEC champion. So you're like, okay, well, Bama, they've got to get in. But you've got Texas down there who beat Alabama on their home field for Alabama's only loss. So do you, you know, if you want to say, well, Georgia's the reigning national champion, they're number one right now, they stay in, but Bama's out. It's like, well, you're not keeping the SEC champion. And then if you keep Bama and Georgia, it's like, well, you're keeping out a Big 12 champion that beat the SEC champion on its home field. Like, and then if you bump FSU down, you're beating a conference champion that's 13-0. And then do you here, – here's what I think would happen. And this would be – people would lose their minds. I know it's a long shot, but let's not forget even though they're idle. Ohio State's only got that one loss out of there. Yeah, but th- people were, were thinking they may be fourth or fifth yesterday, and they were sixth. I think they're that, – that, that was the committee but, saying – But their name is no still way out there if, if you know crazy things happen, I'm saying. But, I mean, there's no, but all these teams are playing each other, so there's not there's not a – Crazy scenario where they can move up two spots. I don't think the committee basically said with them putting them at six that they're they're out. They're not going to get in. I think that the committee in this hypothetical where Bama, Oregon, and FSU win, Michigan's up. They're in. They're undefeated. They're Big Ten champions. I think that they would go with Bama, 
and then I think they would have to include Texas because Texas beat Bama, and then they would go FSU, which would mean no Pac-12 team, which would be ridiculous. Ridiculous, but also like the the college football like just yielding to the fact that like it's this is the first step of the new world. Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore. Go to a real conference, you'll get in. People would riot, but I think that's what would happen. I mean, we're, we we we're, gotta go to break. We're here. assuming Michigan's gonna win. By the way, we are. If they lost, that would be. Insane. I think they would still get in, but it'd be insane. Right, here we Let's go. Take a break. We'll be back five o'clock hours up next here on fourteen fifty. The Big X. Jeffersonville. W two three O C K. Jeffersonville. Hello, New Albany Mayor Jeff Gahan here. It's football season in New Albany. We're behind our Bulldogs one hundred percent. From my time playing sports at New Albany High School to today as your mayor, I am a proud New Albany High School Bulldog. So I'm asking each and every one of you to come on out and support our favorite high school, the best high school team in the state, the New Albany Bulldogs. Good luck to the coach, staff, and players this season. Go dogs! That's mmcartage.com to apply. In the club with my homies, trying to get a little VI. Keep it down on the low key. Cause you know how it feels. I saw the shorty, she was checking up for me. From the game, she was spitting in my ear. You would think that she knew me. I decided to cheat. Conversation got heavy. She had me feeling like she's ready to blow. Watch out! I'm surprised this is on your music Why? I don't know, it just seems like not a... I like Usher. Not a Trevor song. I'm, I'm, I like Usher. This is also one of those songs, like, when it came out, I was in college, and it was very, very catchy. But it was, like, so everywhere that I got so sick of it that I, I think I still, like, can't really listen to it. I think by that time is when I first heard it. What was? I think by the time you got sick of it is when I first heard it. I'm sure. I don't doubt that. <laughs> I think freshman year of college. Okay, first what is going on outside my door? Like, I hear, it sounds like people are getting thrown around out there. There's nobody here. What is that? Do you not hear that? No. I was just out. Oh, and now I hear it. I was just out there. There's nothing going on. It's like, like, a like I thought you dropped something out there. Like, you sound like somebody carrying like boxes and dropping them outside. No. No. I don't know what you're talking it's about. Creepy. It's creepy. The, the big X ghost. This is haunted. This is what happens when we lose to Kentucky in football. Five o'clock hour here at the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450-961, the big X. We've got a loaded night of Louisville basketball headed your way. Eight o'clock, the cards, uh, the men's basketball team taking on Bellarmine. You can hear that on 93.9 The Ville. 9.15, the women's team will take on Ole Miss. You can hear that on 9.70 WGTK. ESPN has the TV coverage for the women's game. The ACC Network Extra has the coverage for the ACC Atlantic Sun Challenge. So if the women's are on TV, but the men aren't? The women are on ESPN. The men are on... Well, because every game that's on in, in the ACC challenge, SEC Challenge is on one of the ESPN family of networks. We are not involved in the ACC SEC Challenge. Hey, we're good for the women, right? I guess it's like you know, do you, ever, you want to be a positive thing about it? I mean, spinning it. It's like the old thing where you like try to go to the club and they're like, you're not attractive enough to get in. Oh, it's like just hang out outside for a little bit. I told you, every watch knocked it up when they like went to the club. He's like, you're old, you're pregnant. <laughs> I can't have you dropping placenta on the on the dance floor. Where he's like, he's like, he's like, I think personally, I think you're beautiful. Like I would tear that up, but you're old as bleep and you're pregnant as hell. I can't let you in. I can only allow 25% black people in. That means for every 25 people, I can only let one black guy in. <laughs> she's like, and she's on the court. She's like, it's over. My youth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Oh, uh, it's good. <laughs> it does have its moments. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. I, I love it. And I still have never watched This Is 40, though. I like This, for, this Is 40 a lot. A lot I mean, of people don't. I do. I mean, should I watch it? Like, would you think I would like it? 
I think so. I, I mean, I'm very easy when it comes to comedy, though. So. It's different than Knocked Out. I think it's got it's good. It's good moments are really good. It's also crazy to me, like now, like we're on I, my wife and I we're you know, nearing forty at this point, and like it, it, we're not living the type of life that they're living in that movie. We have very young kids. You know, they, their kids in the movie. I, know, are, I feel like you're you in the scene like when they're brushing their teeth. <laughs> there are some similarities for sure, but but it's not yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I know she's great, and I forget what well, I forget the actress's name because it's Judd Apt- Apatow's daughter or wife. Uh, wife yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know why. I always, I'll never like like not see her, not think of the scene from Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, Leslie Man. Yeah, she's like, I Let's want get some, some bleeping French toast. toast. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so we got that going on today. Don't line. don't forget about also the volleyball team in action in the NCAA tournament tomorrow. First round against Wright State. That will be a seven o'clock. Uh, if you want to make it out there to the KFCM Center, they're off, they're offering a shuttle and free tickets to all U of L students for this nice. match. So that's a that's a cool thing as the volleyball team. Like, like I said yesterday, this has kind of become a fun holiday tradition where you know, Roush will be there. Roush should be there. He will be there. It's been a fun holiday tradition. Like around this time, we you know, if you haven't been paying attention to volleyball, and I get that a lot of fans, you know, you're not living and dying with every volleyball match. There's some diehards out there, but for the most part, UVL fans are kind of they're, they're jumping on the bandwagon this time of the year to watch a Louisville team potentially win a national championship, and it's been a whole lot of fun. That the Oregon game last year in the Elite Eight at the KFCM Center, one of the best Louisville sporting events I've ever been to. Um, so hop on again. Like, like I, I'm hoping that this team can give us another great run. I would love to see them. You know, I like their chances if they can make it to the Elite Eight against Pitt, a team that they've already played twice. They beat them once. They had them beat a couple weeks ago on their home floor and ended up losing in five sets. Uh, Louisville, by the way, if they win tomorrow, they will play the winner of Western Michigan and number seven seed Auburn on Friday at seven o'clock. So that'll be another night game. It's a weeknight. It's a weekend night. Maybe we can get a, a large crowd there, and then if they win that, they'll be on to the Sweet Sixteen where they could potentially face a, a rematch with a Dayton team that took them to five sets back early in the season. But UVA Volleyball in action on Thursday, all sorts of good stuff going on. But basketball tonight, conference championship on Saturday in football. These are still fun times to be a Cardinal fan. It's just not as fun as it would have been if we'd taken care of business. On I mean, this is, I mean, in just the last couple of years with Louisville's wounds, I mean, it's like it a shock. I know nothing about volleyball. And yet, I still like it's one of those games. Like you can, you can, you don't have to know anything about. I'm proof. Sure, you, yeah. You really don't have to know anything about volleyball. I mean, I mean, my experience was watching Side Out, and now, I mean, and and I, but I still enjoy. I, I'm I'm enjoying the matches. I'm I'm having a good time. I mean, I I don't know any of the lingo, the rules, the positions. Remember when you tried to like name the positions, and Jenna was like, she almost. I think she threw up <laughs> because she was like, what? I'm, she's like, I've never heard anybody say no, that. No, it was the spiker, and then a, and there's uh, Ali Uper, and then you call the spike, whatever you call the setter. I don't remember what you said, but she was like, I've never heard that. <laughs> I think she, that's the Ali Uper, isn't it? You were like, you're like, no, no, I've heard them call that, and she's like, I've played and coached my whole life, I've never heard of that term before in my life. I think I went like like four or five matches. I was like, why is that one girl wearing a different color shirt? <laughs> yeah, I think you try to call the setter the passer. That's what sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what she does, right? Pretty much, she sets up. Yeah. Which makes that more appropriate. And I don't know if you know this, but the Trent Dilfer's daughter played for us. She did. She did. She was very good. It's been now, a couple years now, but she's very good. Now we have the daughter of Iron Maiden's uh, lead singer playing for us. We do? Yeah. In Anna baby. You know they wrote a song about her? ACC Co-Player of the Year. That's right. Damn right. ACC Co-Player of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> very excited to jump back on the volleyball bandwagon starting tomorrow. Uh, we've got uh, an hour left to talk about sports here. I, I wanted no. to 
we did kind of gloss over the the ACC awards. Uh, the the I don't think we the, the individual honorees aren't out yet. I would assume based on the voting for yesterday's all ACC teams that Peyton Wilson, the linebacker from NC State, is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Ashton Gelade was the guy who received the second most votes. Well, I think Jordan Travis won Player of the Year, right? It, have they already announced I it? Saw, I saw a tweet earlier with his picture. I think it said, I don't know if it was Offensive or Player of the Year, but it, I could swear. There it is. Now I see it. Brevin Murphy, 30 minutes ago. What's this picture of an Indiana player looking like he's smoking a joint? Oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> ACC Player of the Year, Jordan Travis did win 31 votes, narrowly beating out uh, NC State linebacker Peyton Wilson, who had 25 <laughs> votes. Malik Washington, the Virginia wide receiver who's so good, got four votes. Drake May, the UNC quarterback, got three votes. Jeremiah Trotter from Clemson received one vote. Uh, offensive Player of the Year. Props, by the way, to the NC right, State linebacker because they mention his name so many times during yeah, the broadcast. Great. Offensive Player of the Year, Jordan Travis got 42 votes. Malik Washington got 12 votes. Drake May got eight. Jawar Jordan got yeah. one vote. And Amari and Hampton from UNC, the running back there, got one vote. Now, for Defensive Player of the Year, close. this is what I was referring to. I thought Ashton maybe get, would get a little love because he was the second-leading vote-getter for all-conference. Peyton Wilson got 58 votes. Ashton Gelati was second, but with just three votes. And then Jeremiah Trotter got uh, two, and then Kalen Deloach from Florida State got one. So, look, the, the cards were represented. One offensive player got a vote. One defensive player got a vote. There was, that's something there. But the two guys that we expected to win those awards won those awards. Pretty much. Probably deserved. Jordan Travis was great for FSU this year. Yeah, whatever. Peyton Wilson is, yeah. He's I mean, like he's kind of like fastest man alive. I mean, he started Louisville, so I mean, he kind of like it's like Louisville. It's, you know, he it's kind of like we won a part of the award. Exactly. The thing that no, uh, I've did kiss. It's the, like I've done. The kiss. thing about the award that I, I the, the honorees yesterday that really stood out to me. One, I was not shocked at any of the three guys that earned first team All Conference. Uh, you, you know, Jawar certainly deserved it. I know he, his numbers faded late, but he's been terrific all year long. Uh, Brian Hudson's been a beast for us at center. And then Ashton Gelati has been the second-best defensive player in the entire conference. The thing that I was shocked, though, Quincy Riley not getting first, second, or third team is kind of unforgivable to me. Now, is this a product of lack of stats because not being thrown at, though? I, I think it's a, it's a product of people not just, just doing their research. Maybe just looking at stats and being like, oh, this guy's got five interceptions. Let's put him up there. David Hale, who covers the the ACC as closely as anybody, yeah, he, he went out last. He said this yesterday when the awards the the were first announced. He said, "I'm not going to dog any specific players, but man, this was about the worst all ACC balloting that I can remember. There are just some egregious choices out there." And in his next tweet, he did say one specific one that I will mention though. Quincy Riley has been the best corner in the league this year and a good part of last year for that matter, and he's an honorable mention. That's just absurd. I mean, Riley's been fantastic. and Like you said, maybe it's a byproduct of him just not getting thrown at as much as some other guys. Does he have five picks this year? Does he have five? Yeah. No, I don't think Although so. Although you said five interceptions. No, I'm saying people are just looking at the stats and, oh. and putting somebody who has five picks on oh, there okay. because of the numbers. Yeah. Like, do, I mean, you're, you're a writer. Like, do, do your research. Like, don't just cast a vote because you do a five-minute Google search of the stat leaders in the ACC. Like, this has to be you – know, take it a little bit more seriously. Quincy Riley very clearly is – I think the second highest graded cornerback in the league, according to Pro Football Focus. Teams are throwing away from him for a reason. And yeah, th- that one makes absolutely no sense. If he slipped like second team, I think it would be silly, but I would get it. To not be first, second, or third team is just, is just dumb. For the record, he has two interceptions. Okay. Louisville's, uh, Devin Neal has four, though. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. But just tied for second in the ACC. Who got, who got the defensive? Who was it then, the first team? 
The, did, the cornerbacks? Yeah. I mean, I don't have it in front of me. I mean, the kid from Clemson I know was was one of the cornerbacks. Yeah. And then I don't know the other one. Okay. You, you just added nothing. You, 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 you share my outrage about Quincy Riley being honorable mention? All you did was was look up that he had two interceptions, which we knew he didn't have many. I'm pissed. There we go. Thank you. That's that's more that's of what ridiculous. I'm looking for. Ah. I mean, it's a surprise. <laughs> it, it was a surprise to me. I think it's a, it's a surprise to the national media. Louisville fans have been very upset about it. This is biased, Peyton Wilson. This this is racist. Well, no, it's not. That's not. <laughs> Now I need you talking less. I need you talking more a second ago and not looking up stats. Now I need you talking way less. <laughs> Make up your mind which one you want. Let's go with less. That's fine. Uh, so that, that was the the All-ACC honorees. I mean, Jack Plummer also being third team, I think, stood out to a lot of people because he's been I've talked about a lot this season, and a lot of it has been not overwhelmingly positive. But it also is reflective of the fact that we lost a lot of quarterbacks from the ACC that were really good the year before. And we had some guys that just had down years. I mean, Phil Dracovich, interconference transfer, kind of sucked. I mean, sucked so much that they took him. <laughs> they temporarily moved into a different position. Brennan Armstrong lost his starting job at NC State temporarily. Uh, ended up getting it back. Played pretty well, but certainly was not all conference worthy. It's just been a different year. I'm sure Malik Cunningham is looking at this and being like, "Damn, like you know, I didn't even get one honorable mention vote last year." I would have been second team probably this year. But props to Jack Plummer. I mean, he's he's been consistent. The stats are fine, and he led a team to a conference championship game. He's he's worthy of getting 13. There's, there's nobody that you should put above him, honestly, when you look at the other quarterbacks in the league. What about May? I mean, Drake May is yeah. he's second-team all-conference, so Plum- he, was, yeah, okay. he was above him. Plummer, by the way, actually leads the ACC in pass sufficiency rating. There you go. Speaking of quarterbacks in the conference, it is official. It broke about 15 minutes ago while we were on break. Riley Leonard from Duke is in the transfer yeah. portal. Um, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I expect him to go to Notre Dame. That's the the, yeah, the scuttle that's out there. Notre Dame Auburn is the uh, the consistent consistent leaders amongst uh, his possible destination. I'm telling you right now, he's going to Notre Dame. I wouldn't surprise me. I'm telling you right now, he's going to Notre Dame. You guaranteeing it? I'm guaranteeing it. Oh, is this a Rutherford guarantee? No, not not a Rutherford guarantee. This this is a people at U of L have been told that he's going to Notre Dame, and I trust that. So okay, um, more power to him. Good luck. We'll see what happens. But you know, I mean, you know. Could Auburn swoop in and be like, hey, here's $15 million? Yeah, it's Auburn. But the understanding that everybody has had is that Riley Leonard was going to enter the transfer portal and go to Notre Dame, which I'm fine with. Like, we play them on the road. He's a good quarterback. He was hurt against us this year, but he's not, like, doesn't terrify me. He's I, not taking Notre Dame to the next level. I think he's taking Notre Dame. I think you're right. I think he's taking Notre Dame to another, like, 9-3 and three type season. Yeah, I mean, they'll just be, yeah, they'll be a decent team but because they'll have a supporting cast around him, but he's not going to be, yeah. They'll be fine. I mean, it's, I would, I would. There's, there's, again, I, I, I may, maybe I'm a fanboy for him because I do, I think he's the best one out, possible out there, but I'd go after Cam Ward over Riley Leonard. Well, yeah. I, I think the issue is they don't have, people seem to know where Cam Ward's going to go if he goes pro. And that's still a big if. Yeah. He may not do that. They're talking about Caleb Williams maybe not coming out. Are they really? There's been it's the rumor that he says he has yet to just actually officially decide if he wants to declare or not. He's playing this. I don't want to go to a, a t- you know a, a, a certain teams maybe. Yeah, but well, if he's doing that, that's one thing. But remember, like like I mean, you can do that and still go declare. I mean, Philip Rivers did it. Like Lamar Jackson was doing the thing at this point in his junior year where he was like, "I've got two more. I've got, I've got it. You know, I've got another year left and all this stuff." And we were like, "Oh, 
Maybe. Yeah, but, but Lamar wasn't getting nil money like Caleb Williams is. So this girl just terrified me, and I think I terrified her by waving back. That's why. I, I, I mean, see, I have to close the blinds. I've got to put the blinds down. down. I've got to start doing it. I have to do it because if I don't, there's a glare on my screen in here. It's annoying me to death. So She's showing me her pictures now from school okay. as her dad's trying to get her away. He's probably like, honey, get away from the strange man in the window. What if I just gave it a thumbs down? <laughs> She's like, here's my I, snowman. I'll give I'm me like, $10 to flick her off right now. <laughs> I'm like, not your best work. Just give her double middle fingers right now. I'll give you $10. I'll give you 10 bucks per finger. I'm not doing it. She's still staring. I kind of want to open the... I'm on my window right now. Like, not the shades, but the window. I'm going to reach out and go, go away. We're on the air. We're on the air. This is a very serious sports show. You little brat. <laughs> the CFP rankings, uh, we, we had a, a mini conversation there before the break. Louisville does drop to 14. I, I think I would have gotten a little bit nervous if Louisville were like 16 and NC State had jumped up to 18. And then I'd be like, uh, they're setting the stage to screw us. We still got five spots between the two of us. You not to be nervous of that. Yeah, and none of the other teams are are really playing besides us. Like, like you know, but separating Louisville and NC State right now is Arizona. We got the the Jed Fish of the West is right behind the Jeff Brom. I mean Jeff Brom, the Jeff Brom of the East. Uh, Iowa was well, if Jed's the Brom of the West and Brom is the Fish of the East. Yeah, just his own thing. <laughs> Iowa does play Michigan in the the Big Ten championship game, so they theoretically, if they win, would you'd assume they would jump us if we lose. Uh, but then Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, who's playing Texas, like, Notre Dame's not going to jump us. I think if we lose. I don't think that Iowa's – even if all these teams do jump, well, so, so, I can't imagine they would put NC State above us. I mean, Iowa beats Michigan. I mean, does the Big Ten get left out? Yeah. So, if Iowa beats Michigan nah, – I mean, Michigan might get in. They're not going to bump Ohio State up, I don't think. I mean, they love the, the – you, you're better off losing two weeks ago than one week ago. But how could they do that when the two teams they're comparing would both have one loss and one beat the other? You're asking for common sense from the NCAA committee. They're you? not going to do that. You they, can't get common sense out of a committee. They're not going to do that. They're not in it for common sense. They're in it for aggravation and irrational decisions. I'm rooting for chaos. Now, I used to always root for chaos because I was hoping it would invoke change. We already have change coming next year, so that's that's kind of out the window. Yeah. I still want them to just feel bad about themselves. I, I want the, them to be like, there's no clear, like, we got this wrong. Like when I always hated it when they fell into the like the convenient when it was a two-team national championship game when it was like these are clearly the two best teams and in recent well, years when you've had only four undefeated conference champions i always just kind of hated that because it just felt like they're like see it always works itself out I'm like no you just got lucky like yeah. it's, it's a crap system everybody else has a bigger playoff you've got a 12 game or 13 game sample size that's not enough to know when you've got 133 teams in a sport who the four best are like just expand it let people prove how how they are how good they are how worthy they are on the actual field and, you know, I think this year is probably going to wind up being a year where there's some questions. Remind me, since they've been doing this, 14 was when they started doing the 14 playoff, right, I think? Yes, 13, exactly. 14. I mean, it's, so in nine years, I guess, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the biggest, I mean, the only two blunders I come to mind, I always think of is Oklahoma State in 14, the first one, where Ohio State ended up winning it, probably didn't deserve to be in it to begin with. Should have been Oklahoma State. And UCF or the other like, is there been a, there hasn't been and that one's debatable even like is that there hasn't been like uh, the big one that I remember in in, in twenty fourteen like left out I thought Baylor was the team in twenty fourteen that was the one that was left out I thought it was Oklahoma State I think it was Baylor was the one that had the the big it was a Big Twelve school right yeah I thought that was who we're it was. both like taking a look at them because I, 
I thought it was Oklahoma State. You maybe you are right. Maybe it was Baylor, but uh, I mean, n- nothing else really stands out to me as far as like big. I'm, I'm those sure there the, have been. Those are the two, though, right? They kind of just. And again, Central Florida can be debated because sure. I yeah. mean, but I still think they deserved in. But that's no here nor there. Yeah, I'm with you. How do you look that up? Like the what year was that? 2014. Yeah, that's what we just said. I'm pretty sure it was Baylor. Uh, AP. I don't know. You can go move. We'll go read some text. I'll come back to it. I don't really care. That's okay. I care. Okay. You know I'm not going to let it go. Yeah, look it up. All right. Uh, 502-414. God, we have a lot of texts. 502-414-1450. We'll read as many texts as we can here. Yeah, you had to be right. Yeah, Oklahoma State went 6-7-6. and six. Didn't they get screwed out of it one year, though, I thought? I don't remember that. You're right. It would have been Baylor or TCU. Actually, TCU finished 12-1 and one that year and tied with Baylor to win the Big 12. Oh, really? So it could have been, yeah. They were 3-8 and eight and Baylor was 4 gotcha. in the uh, APs, yeah. Texture says, um, on one bright side from Saturday, I saw Hellmouth that night in Louisville, and it truly rinsed me of the UK loss feeling for a couple hours. Still hurts, but that was one cathartic concert, and I love Hellmouth even more now. Yeah, I like him. I like the, I only have the one album, but I liked it. I can see meet him. It's yeah. different now without Kate. Yeah, without the girl, yeah. She went solo, I guess. She did. Yeah. Texas, Trevor needs to let me know when he reviews Barbie and Oppenheimer. I don't want to miss it. Okay, I, first of all, Oppenheimer, I've been dwelling on Oppenheimer because it's available to purchase now. I just, I'm, You've been talking about it for a while now. I know, but I just I need somebody to tell me it's worth paying twenty bucks for, and I, I have no one said that. I, anybody, I'm like, hey, have you seen it? They're like, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm I gonna, seen it yet. yeah. Right. See my point. <laughs> you, haven't, you still haven't watched the last episode of Only Murders in the Building season two. <laughs> I probably not going. To. Probably not going. Season three's already been done. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to watch. I, I promise you the texture. I will. Barbie is getting down to where it's like a like a five ninety nine rental, and then. I'm probably going to watch them both like one weekend. Be a hell of a weekend. Texas Mike, I need some serious life advice. All right, here we go. My two best friends who are twins are huge UK fans. Mm. In the weeks prior to the game, one of them had a first birthday party for his daughter. Being a huge Louisville fan, I came into that man's house locked and loaded with a smack talk. Fast forward to this coming weekend, the other twin is having a baby shower. Both of them will be in attendance. Do you have any talking points I can play defense with against them? They are classic UK fans that think UK is some higher tier football program and will be sure to come to come at me right away. Thanks in advance. I mean, the only thing you've got to go with, you hammer home the fact that we have a game this weekend, right? Like, that's what you lean into. Yes. If they're, I mean, uh, he says this coming weekend. If the game's Saturday, then you just, you stay on message, which is what time do you guys play tonight? Like, that's all you've got. It's all we got. We got to hang our hat on that. We've got a conference championship game tonight. All eyes on Louisville football. No one even knows what your record was this year. Everyone knows that we're playing Florida State tonight. Like that's what you go. That's all that matters. That's your ace in the hole. But do you ever? You're, do you know any twins? Yes. Like I've only met one set of twins. They're like best friends with Scrod dated, and like she gets so max, I never could tell them apart. Like she's like, I'm, yeah, how can you not tell which one's which? I'm like, they're twins. I have, I mean, I, I actually know multiple twins. She gets so, they get mad. They're like, you can't tell us. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I only know one set of identical twins. And for a while there, no, I was really bad at telling them apart. Since we've gotten older, I can I can definitely tell them apart. But yes. for a while there, I would just be like, yeah, I just would call both of them by their last name. I mean, name. I've been watching the Usos and WWE for a decade. I still can't tell them apart. But what, do you have any advice for the actual text here? Um, I kind of with you, just ride the AC title. Yeah, that's it's all what, we can do. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do the. There's really not much. I mean, we lost five in a row. Five in a row. I mean, yeah. If you want to, you know, stay on point though. Stay on message. If if you're trying to really not back down, and you're like, I'm not just going to give them anything. 
that's what you have to go. You no, know, sad. Sad is we've been favored in half, almost half of those games. We have in two out of the five games we've been the favorite. Yep. Texas sounds like I came in on the tail end of a Sorkin discussion. I love the American president. Sorkin is the goat. Anyway, did you happen to see the twenty four seven Sports article where Jim Beheim advocates for giving Kenny Payne a season three? I get that he's not going to publicly advocate for the firing of another head coach, but do you think this line of KP thinking actually exists within the coaching community? P.S. I'm taking Bellarmine with the under. I saw his. I, I, I listened to the actual interview where Bayam said that on the Field of 68 podcast, and like it's not shocking. Like like he's Bayam's old school guy, and he went with the whole like you've got to give. It wasn't necessarily like a like I I believe in Kenny Payne. I know Kenny Payne. He's doing. He's the right guy for the job. It was very much a you have to give everybody three years. Like that's the that, that's the baseline for the chance the, the the minimum amount of time that you give any head coach, and I don't agree with that. Um, I mean, I think I agree with it, but I don't think it's black and white. I mean, clearly this is an example where the gray is. UK fired Gillespie after two years when it was yeah. clear that he wasn't the guy for a myriad of reasons. It was the right move. There's no question about it. They made now, the great, right move. KP doesn't have the off the court. No, and we don't have a sort of. I mean, we don't have a Calipari probably waiting in the wings that we know of. Yeah. But they you know, it, it, also Gillespie. It was it was not as black and white as this situation. Like, like Gillespie had won. SEC coach of the year. He'd taken them to the tournament one year. Like it wasn't like he was winning four games and and you know, having this type of season that looks like we're going to have in year two. Like like there was a little bit of pushback from UK fans, but I think most of them saw it as the right thing to do, and it was the right thing to do. So there are I, I think situations where you can definitely call it after two years where it's just not gonna work. But Bayheim, yeah, to answer the second part of your question, do I think it's like a, a coaching fraternity thing? I, I mean, I, I, think I think it is a little bit. I, I do too. Yeah, I think behind closed doors, coaches are more, mm-hmm. very much, much more willing to say how they really feel, and that, that think, shouldn't shock anybody. I think you get that in broadcasters too. I mean, you, you go listen to watch last year's games. Me? Yeah, I mean, they're yeah, they're not going to say anything bad. They may, but it's why you got to take everything they say with kind of with a grain of salt as well. Now, your your journalists, air quote. I mean, your parishes and your your Goodmans, they're, they're they'll be honest. We'll be honest. They will. I mean, to a degree, and even then, like some of them will. Like, like I mean, I I know some guys that cover college basketball nationally that will be on TV, and you'll hear them giving like a very milk toast answer, and then you'll be texting with them the next day, and they're like, "Oh, that guy sucks. He's gone. <laughs> they should have fired him two years ago when his like coke addiction came out." I'm like, yeah, you, know, it's, "You don't get that. You're not going to get the real story." And I think coaches are very much the same way. It's kind of hard too, because then, you, then but they are being honest. It's like, are they really being honest, or are they being like, are they doing like the Skip Bayless thing and trying to be hot takey? I think you kind of assume so that weird. Everyone's being dishonest to a degree. That's and I think Bayon probably is here. That's the way I've gone through life. Yeah, I mean, although Bayon maybe is, who knows? Texas honesty now. Either way, Texas says is the tall guy still in Florida State? Yes, <laughs> Johnny Wilson Johnny is Wilson. still. I think he's their second leading receiver this year. Oh, he's behind Keen Coleman. Yeah. The Coleman kids is the stud. Yeah, but Wilson is still like he played really well. Was it the I think two games ago? I can't remember who they had a close game against. Like he stepped up big for them. They did a lot with Johnny Wilson. He doesn't do a lot. He's he's quiet. Yeah, he's just he's yeah. I mean, he's the second leading receiver. Yeah, but his numbers aren't like off the like mind blowing. I mean, he's he's very close to Coleman in, in receptions and yards. The big difference is, is is Coleman has eleven touchdowns and, and Wilson only has uh, two. Did Coleman miss some games too, though? Did he? I thought he did. I Maybe. might be wrong. Yeah, Wilson thirty nine catches, five hundred ninety six yards. Coleman forty six catches, six hundred thirty nine yards. So he's still he's very much a big play threat. He's average. He's the leader in in average yard per reception. I just like this text. I can go on the thread and I can see Wilma naked. 
<laughs> Be less horny, please. <laughs> Texas, I never thought that Scotty would try a backdoor pass. He tricked me. <laughs> God. If he says that after the game, then I'll be like, no, we're done. I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the show tomorrow. I can't talk about this. <laughs> he tricked me. I didn't think they would do that many back cuts. <laughs> tricked me. Did you not watch game? Did you know, didn't you get watch game film? I mean, yes, I do. I've got to think that. Yeah, really? Because I, I, when I watch this coach, I, I like to think he didn't. <laughs> make me feel would it better. make you feel better? It would make me feel better if he told me he didn't. Jesus. Texas watched escaping twin flames last night, and I couldn't help but think that Trevor would be a great fit for an online cult. Um, As the leader or a follower? First of all, I would be a great cult leader. All right, I, I don't know. think you. You'd be oh. the laziest cult leader of all time. No, that's what makes a cult leader great because everybody else is doing my bidding for him. They're carrying me around like I'm, like I'm, like in the island of Doctor Moreau being led around by like you know. I think your cult knowledge is very limited here. <laughs> cult leaders have to be pretty active. No, they just have to be. You know, they have to be like be able to convince people. Like it's been golly, David Koresh. Yeah, I mean, I can do that. I've got it. Mean, if I couldn't, I'd still be a virgin. I mean, I can. I think I could be a cult leader. What's what's escaping twin flames? That sounds like a porn. I've never heard of it. Texas. A few weeks ago, I said beard may be too toxic, but I wonder now if Josh would consider it when a change is made. I don't know. I I, I don't think so. But I mean, who would be more toxic to the level, Chris Beard or Andy Enfield? Beard. Yeah. I mean, Enfield. The NCA stuff was like they didn't end up getting in trouble. They're like us. Well, neither did Beard for his off the court stuff. No, it was all dropped. But like, we, you've heard the same things that I've heard. Like, well, yeah, I mean, his wife probably got too drunk and they got in a fight. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that's not what I'm referring to. Oh. Like, I, I think that Beard, like I said, I think he's a ticking time bomb. I, I would have concerns that it would blow up while he was here at Louisville. I don't think Enfield you have the same concerns with. You think Beard just can't handle being in a program the size of a Texas slash Louisville? I mean, which no, I don't think that's has. it at all. Okay, I, I, I think he just has some personal the Glispy issues. I guess mm, yeah, some of that. Texas, this is a Zan game, Mike. He's great on defense, smart, high basketball IQ. Six Zan on the Knights, Kenny. What if Zan just went off for like 28 one game? <laughs> Maybe we need to play this guy more. I actually hate Kenny for playing Zan not enough. What if Zan just transfers to Bellarmine for the year? <laughs> Texas, please read this text in Norm McDonald's voice. The Louisville versus Bellarmine game should be called Nobody Cares. The best Norm clip is when he's got the girl from the, the – uh, What's his name? We do the Carrot Top, Carrot Top yeah. movie. Yeah, well, I, you know what I like to call it? Box Office Poison. <laughs> and he tries to, I can't remember the host. He's like, Chairman of the Board, get on that one. He's like, Board, B O R E D. Yeah. It's fair. Oh, some, I've seen that movie, by the way. Some Tiffany Thorne, whatever her name is, yeah. Texas, did, he, did, he, did TK say soupies? I love soupies. We need more soupies. I You've do. been on a huge soupies. I game. am. I, well, first of all, I love soup. And they're, they, they're, their chicken and dumplings and their chicken noodle soup is just awesome. I haven't even I haven't even ventured into the sandwiches. I've only gotten soup when I go up there, and they, they try to trick you. Like if you want a large, it only comes in cold, and it's thirty two mm. ounces, which is big. But their medium is hot, and it's sixteen, so I just buy two mediums. My God! Yes, I eat 30, you've outsmarted the system. I've eaten I eat thirty two ounces of soup. It's a lot. Is it just me, or is that a lot of soup? <laughs> it's a lot. Of it's soup. a lot of soup. <laughs> it's good though. It is, and I do wish they had more of them, and they have Big Red on tap. You've been keeping Soupies in business for like the last month and a half. I think they know me. Because on top of it, they close at 7. So Every I, day you leave here, you're like, I'm going back to Soupies. Yeah, I'm, I might go up there tonight. I think I'm going to go up there later. Now their chili does fall short. I've know. never had Soupies. It's good. You should check it out. I may have to. 
You like I, soup, don't you? I do. I'm, I'm, I definitely enjoy soup. Yeah, I love soup season. Mary makes some uh, some great oh, white uh, white uh, chicken chili. White chicken chili is good. No, Panera Taco used soup. to used to have good uh, white chili. I we also, we, we're big on soups in our house. I am too. Love I'm, soup. Tortilla too soup. You can eat it for like two days. It's great. We need Te- more. We do need more soup places in, in Louisville. Texas Lenardi should do an unlucky bracketology. We'd be at one, one seed, maybe. If you did all three hundred something teams schools in like a, one tournament, like what, what seed would we be? We'd be in the two hundreds, I guess. No, we're in the one hundreds. Wonder who we'd play in the first round. Chattanooga. <laughs> oh god. Would we make it out of the first round? Yes. You, you said that very quickly. I'm surprised. I think we would. <laughs> think you would. I like how apparently I just realized all the uh, people telling you the transit uh, transitive transitive all came at four twenty. 420. They're all like, like four, three straight of them are all 420 right, right at 420. Let me just say real quickly, by the way, the, the Bobby Petrino content online today was top tier. Oh, I like, haven't seen it. Oh, Petrino, because you know, the Petrino to Arkansas stuff got, it was official. And Petrino, Petrino, I mean, he, God, he knows what he's doing. He like wants to tug at the heartstrings. He, <clears throat> he, he posted, you know, his, his official announcement that he was coming back was a picture of him with Ryan Mallett. Where it was like it's you and me, fifteen, proud to be coming home. Now it's bringing the Hogs a, a championship. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I think Petrino had genuine feelings for Ryan Mallett, and certainly was very upset when he passed away the last year. But this is such a, it's such a, a ploy. Oh, I forgot he passed. That's right. It, it's such an easy way to like, if you talk crap about me or you joke about the fact that I'm going back to Arkansas, you're the terrible person, right? Like a, a person died here that I'm referencing, like. He knows exactly what he's doing. That, that's low, though, isn't it? To like oh, pull it's that out. Petrino. Of course, it's low. I mean, that's like that's like Nino Brown putting the kid in front of him when he's being shot at. I mean, that's just that's not cool. I mean, like, you know, how are you going to ask him about the motorcycle incident now? When he's like invoking, like he'll bring up Ryan Mallard at the press conference where they announce him too, and be like, "I dare you to ask me any question after I just did that." He may cry. <laughs> he's a master. I know this, this is a random summer question. This just came up on Twitter. I'll just get your quick answer before we go to break, okay? Do you associate Mark McGuire as an A or a Cardinal? Cardinal. It's a weird one, isn't it, a little bit? Yeah, I mean, the A. I think that's got to be an age generation thing. I, I, I almost no, think, he broke the record as a Cardinal. That's true. Breaking the record is the biggest thing. I don't know who he spent more time with, but I think, yeah. It's, it's, he goes to the Hall of Fame. I, I guess he'll go in as a Cardinal, probably. He probably. would have had to have done something crazy to... To, to be remembered as anything other than a after the Bash Brothers stuff, like winning and then he the World did. Series, which he never did with St. Louis, right? I mean, still, like <laughs> he broke the most famous record in sports. That's true. It's yeah. it's hard. Uh, the Petrino contract that came out, so he's going to get one point three five million dollars in the upcoming season, and one point five the two seasons after that. He's an OC, right? OC. The best part about his contract was they have a car allowance of seventy two hundred dollars, and I was just picturing like him <laughs> driving around like a Pinto, just like you know, like like. I, I want Bobby Petrino to spend exactly $7,200 on a car. Like, be that cheap and be like, you know what? You want me driving around Fayetteville in this? Done. Clear your throat. <clears throat> For the record, my ra- my car was only seven grand. Yeah, but you're not Bobby Petrino making millions of dollars a year. <laughs> like, like, get Bobby Petrino in an 05 Subaru. Just let him just drive that bad boy to and from the Arkansas. I mean, are we just overlooking the fact that they're, they're de- they're, they, the, 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 the blatant thing that they're giving him a car fee so he won't ride a motorcycle? That's funny. I mean, they're just basically saying, we've learned our lesson here. Two things are for sure. You're not hiring a, a secretary, and here's a car fund. Personal driver. Personal driver. But you can't hire her. Don't make it, yeah, don't make it a her. <laughs> Bobby gets no hires here whatsoever. He can't even pick what they want on the pizza toppings for the coaches meeting. Oh, man. 
Let's take our last break. When we come back, we will take as many texts as we can. We still have a lot to get through. We'll do that, and we'll make some predictions for tonight's game. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1. Cards fans, UofL's nationally ranked Innovation MBA can be built on excellence, building a better tomorrow. Segment here of the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450 one of the big X. It, can I say, I, I get that they put the internet here, we have like restrictions or whatever. It drives me crazy that I can't access any of the gambling sites on my computer. We need restrictions. Yeah, they, I, I guess I think we have like a safe search thing here at the, at the, the office. I've like, never I, come across that. I can't, oh yeah, you have. We talked about it. When? Like, I can't look up, when I, I just like really want to look up like a quick odd. I can't go, none of the sites work. On the internet, I've got to go to my phone, which is is, is kind of a pain in the ass. But I, I guess I, I've, I've only done DraftKings off my phone. I've never even done it on my own laptop or computer here, so I guess I never thought. I, no, I didn't know we had restrictions. I didn't know that. We've talked about it because you looked up something too the same day that I, I brought it up that they put in the new ones, and it was discussed on there. I believe you. Yeah, I just don't remember. It. Um, that also makes me wonder what else you're trying to look up over there. Just betting lines, pretty much. <laughs> We've got because uh, I, I want to look up the the women's basketball spread. I know that Louisville is like a five and a half point favorite over Bellarmine. The U of L women are a one and a half point underdog against Ole Miss in the ACC SEC Challenge. We'll pick those games coming up at the end of the show. We got about fifteen minutes here. We got like sixty five texts to try to read. All right, through. Let's go through them. We, I don't think we're going to get through all of them, but we'll we'll do as much as we can here in a short span. If you want to get yours read, take a shot. 502-414-1450. Texter says something I was talking about in the four o'clock hour. How I was surprised that. That many people are kind of like rooting, saying like they're rooting against Louisville. Mm-hmm. Texas, I'm active, I'm actively rooting against Louisville basketball and want them to lose every game. Let's just get this over with. See, I, I just feel like you shouldn't have to do that because we know that KP is going to do it anyway. So just at least still be a good fan and you can keep your conscience. That's what I keep saying. Like I, th- I think this yeah. is I, everything's going to take care of itself. It's kind of yeah. what I've been. You can root what for, I've been saying. Trust me, I, I, I we both are rooting for them, but it doesn't mean we, our expectations are high. Sure. <laughs> Another texter says, whatever kids KP fired faster is what I want. If that means losing to Bellarmine, then so be it. Sorry, Mike. I want us to have like one KP support on here for some reason. Well, I think we do. Where? I mean, every now and then you'll get a text. There, there's some people who listen to the show that I think they're the vocal minority. Next time it comes up, I want you to point it out to me. Sure. All right. Texas Jeff Saturday is taking over for Reich in Indy. That is one yeah, of those. a couple of I saw a weird. couple of those. Yeah, that's. But what do you expect? Again, what have I told you? Jim Irsay is a putz. That's what that's what Jim that's what guys like Jim Irsay do. They hired Jeff Saturday out, out of nowhere. That was so weird. And like it like it, it like personally insulted the entire like coaching community. He's got that that kind of fell off the radar too, that whole his he his little ten minutes of uh in the spotlights disappeared pretty quickly. Yeah, they, I mean they had a, a good star and then just it it was as disastrous as everyone. No, played. I don't mean. I mean Ursay with his little comments in that HBO special. And oh yeah, like if people were uproared for like like forty five minutes and then they moved on. Well, that's the way things work now. I know. Texas, I watched all but five Louisville games over the past twenty years. 
for all five, I was playing sports and didn't have the option to watch them, but I still recorded them and went back to watch later. I've already missed three games this year. Just get it over with. It's miserable. Winning two of the next three won't bring people back. It'll be 60% more blue for the or, or more blue for the Louisville Kentucky game. Well, you're not using this guy as an example of the KP supporter. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean everyone's just kind of agreeing that they're like there are. Like I said, like there are more people than I thought that are out, out there who are like, look, I love this program, but the best thing for it right now is for us to move on as quickly as possible. So I find myself rooting against Louisville. I think I don't think I missed any games last year. I think I missed the one of the exhibition games. I think there was one game where I feel like you. You said you couldn't watch yeah. it. Yeah, it was. But it was like a TV. Oh, it, deal. Was, it was. No, it was. It was. It was. I was, I was a Syracuse. I, it just. It, the, I was. I was. I was out, and I, it was like a Tuesday game. And One I of the was, best that we played. I know that's what's the insane thing about it. Like, I think it's the only game I didn't get to watch last year. Texas, I feel bad about it, but I'm finding myself cheering against Louisville until KP is fired. I want Josh to have no doubt that a change is needed, and I want the KP Mafia put in their place so that we can all move forward and start enjoying basketball again. Not a supporter. <laughs> no, I don't agree with the last part. Like, the the whole like put people in their place. Like I don't I, like that either. Yeah. Like, like, like they're not doing it just to to be annoying to you or whatever. Like people are doing this like because they think it's the best route for Louisville basketball to get back. I disagree with it, but I don't fault them for for having that opinion. It's an opinion. Like we all were guessing when this thing got started, and like I I don't want to. And like it would be just as annoying if we were doing great. And the KP supporters, the KP Mafia, or whatever you want to call them, were like looking at us and, and being like, "You doubted this hire. You're a bleeping idiot. Like you shouldn't even be allowed to cheer. Like it's it just like we all just need to be. We all have the same goal. We all have the same thing. Yeah, we all want to be in the end up in the same destination. We just start. What's that new commercial where the the guys like you don't trust GPS? I grew up here. I know how to get to. We all just have different. We're just taking different paths. Yeah. Texas, I'm glad that Paris Jones is going home and making a full recovery, but I kind of feel like no media nationally is covering this. Am I weird for thinking it's getting swept under the rug? No, it's just, uh, it just it was it was fun for five minutes, and then people like you said, every, and everything else, we, we move on. What also like is not a th- th- there wasn't a it's not a huge name like this. I hate to say it, like this thing happens not regularly, but it's not a, a freak occurrence in college football to see a person hurt like this and then to go back. So I, I saw a couple of stories, but it's not like it's going to be. It's not like a DeMar Hamlin situation where the entire world was watching and everybody wants to know what's going to happen next. So I'm not shocked that it's not getting a ton of national. I mean, you, it'll get some, I think, on Saturday when he went, when, when they, or not, I guess they don't play Saturday one time. They, they're, they're done. Yeah. They don't have a bowl game either. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, I, I wouldn't say swept under the rug, but yeah, it's just overlooked. Texture says, every time I hear about spirit children, I kind of grimace because KP actually said that in a press conference. <laughs> nice, nice twist. I like it. Also, says, the cartoon spirit child guy is also the tire gauge guy. Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> Getting tire gauges for his wife, making spirit children photoshops. This guy, he, he can do it all, folks. He's a jack of all trades. He is. He's a man. Uh, Texas Balsam for for always delivers. We have one of those candles at home. It does. It's for this time of year. It's fantastic. I didn't. I thought. I thought that guy was having like a stroke or something. In the text. I was like, what is it? Does that mean, I don't get it. Texas says, I can't stand that he kind of smiles when he sees Alan Electric. Maybe that wording just bothers me. I've said the same thing before. Either do it or don't. Do you or not? Did you hear the other version of it oh, they played earlier in the show? I, you, you pointed out to me. Yeah, with the now. woman. She's like, my house smile. caught on fire. I'm like, what? I uh, I kind of smile. Well, do you? The yes or no thing. Texas that I just turned the show on. Any transfer portal news that I missed? Now, we talked about Riley Leonard officially entering the portal, probably going to Notre Dame. Uh, that's about it. Texas, I was in. He the- wants to know if he missed the song. No, you didn't miss no, it. No, we didn't. We haven't done it today. We didn't do the song day. 
Texas, I was in New York for holiday and went to Texas game last minute. Have found himself rooting against team all season or, or better half of last. Opening frame, just like all season, was booing KP until my wife told me to shut up. Then, like the Grinch, something happened and my heart grew three times that day and UofL <laughs> basketball was fun again. I left MSG that day heartbroken and feeling amazing at the same time. Yep. It's a feeling I've never experienced and still can't explain. I was back, UofL was back, and other UofL fans and I talking about how KP could work out. Well, the trick the next day and MS- MSU happened, and needless to say, my heart shrunk back. I and UofLB ball are not back. I will silently be rooting for Bellman and Scotty tonight. Fire KP. I mean, he's, yeah. We, we've talked about that numerous times. It's the, the Texas game. It's It felt good to be hurt like that in a close yeah, loss. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's sad that that's the level we're, we're striving for, but yeah. Texas, there might be more KY fans at the game against us. I don't know if you've seen the ticket prices for the game, but they're effing ridiculous, especially to see us lose by 30. You can find cheaper tickets, but yeah, like the the get in price being like forty bucks for some games is outrageous, and for the UK game being like a hundred is yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. You're talking about that's, that's on Thursday night too. Yeah. Texas, I really want Kelvin Sampson to be our next coach, Chris the Plumber. I would look. I would love it. Oh, there's no. I don't. I mean, he's. No, we're not getting Kelvin Sampson, right? I don't think so. But who knows? We'll see how the season goes for him. Uh, Texas, wait, Mike, your dog died? No, it didn't. No, no, no dog, dog didn't die. I, I was using an example of like something that people would like. I was saying how UK fans feel like they have to preface every comment to like, I'm a UK fan, but I'm like, you know, sorry uh-huh. your dog died. I'm like, you don't have to say that. You can just <laughs> say sorry your dog died. I'm a human being. You're fine. Texas, so what are we going to do different on defense tonight? I'm not worried about our offense. We already have the highly effective kamikaze under the basket. Just jump out of bounds, turn around, and throw it back at the last second offensive strategy. But I'm afraid they are just going to chew our defense apart. I mean, just as long if we're alert, like that, we should have a fine defensive game. We are so much bigger and more athletic than they are. But I've got no like that matters. I've got no faith in our ability to be alert on defense. Texas, Trevor probably played a lot of leisure suit Larry as a kid or an adult. LOL. I have no idea what that means. What I hope is, that I, I oh I don't know what that is. I'm I'm like I, I want, feel weird reading that. I feel like I read something that I wasn't supposed to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it real quick. Okay, it's a cartoon. I don't know. We gotta go quick. Okay. There's this Calipari had two Final Fours vacated, called a reporter a racial slur, and let his staff spank Anthony Davis's bare ass. Not that much different than what Andy Kennedy did. I don't think that people was the, do forget the, uh, the 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 Nets uh, reporter incident. I totally forgot that. I uh, yeah, totally just got that. And it wasn't in fairness to Cal, it was it wasn't that bad. But it just yeah, he probably should have said it. Obviously, the Cal, and also the final final four is being vacated. I think is like like I, I thought it was a silly rule at the time. I think it's a silly rule now. I, I think our vacated national title is a joke. Um, so I'm not gonna just hate on him for that. The Anthony Davis thing, I didn't realize that was staff. I thought that was just. Players. I thought it was players too, wasn't it? Yeah, who knows? By the way, Larry Lucia's an adult themed sex comedy video game about a guy named Larry Laffer, a balding, double entendre speaking, leisure suit wearing 40 year old man who goes around trying to get laid. Yeah. Turns out I've been seeing a lot of college football people saying that they want Louisville to win because they want Florida State out of the CFP. Is this good or bad vibes? I think everybody outside of Florida State, that fan base, is going to be rooting for us on Saturday night. Say, say it one more time. Not the text, what you're talking. You're, you're, I think everyone's going to be rooting for us. Oh, yeah, over yeah. FSC. Oh, well, it's, that's just the underdog. That's just the, the upset uh, syndrome, too, though. Texas, I texted in Monday, and I'll text it in again. A pissed Brom team will dog walk FSU. I feel kind of good. I feel kind of good about this game. Texas, as a UK fan, I listen because of Trevor saying I'm pissed in his Marlboro red voice and then <laughs> saying this is racist in the same cigarette stricken voice, pure gold. I am pissed. <laughs> Texas says, Louisville play any games on TV. Like, what are we doing? No games on TV. No people at games. It's pathetic. I don't disagree. 
Texas on Maven, uh, Maven show, him and Rummage will sometimes make not-so-subtle comments about the college girls walking by their window, whereas on the Rutherford show, Mike uh, has Mike <laughs> scaring children through his window. We go, hey, it's all we got to work with here. That's probably – could you imagine me in that studio with, with college girls walking by during our show? You would have a rough time. I'd be – there's no – w- I can't – I'm getting so much trouble, here. yeah. Uh, Texas says, Hand Mouth Sucks. I disagree. No. I mean, I like the one album. I haven't heard a little thing, though. Texas says, Am I the a-hole for punching my UK fan friend for chanting SEC after the game? If you were completely drunk, you get a pass. Otherwise, If you're sober, then yes, you're an a-hole. Texas' girlfriend calls me while I'm at work and tells me when I get home we need to talk. The only thing that I could say is, is this about Kenny? <laughs> Texas says, Wait, Trevor's not a virgin? <laughs> nope. Thank your mom for that. <laughs> Texas says, they, they fooled me, Jerry. You have to hit the fooled harder. <laughs> they fooled me, Jerry. Texas five-star commit alert. It's a kicker, but still, Cooper Ranivier has committed to Louisville. Okay. Oh, from uh, from Douglas. What was that? Sorry, We're taking that? kickers out of Lexington now. I, Boom. Well, we did, where do you think David Akers is from? Brominwealth. We're back. It's back to being our rivalry again. Texas, I live in Lexington and work in healthcare and have taken a bit of light ribbing from patients this week. It's been tolerable up until today when I had to treat a patient for an hour while she spewed her her dime store game analysis and flashed L's for an hour. I'm lucky she was scheduled on Wednesday instead of Monday. Otherwise, I may have lost my license after I tried to break her L's. Brom level of angry for a few minutes today. Whatever. There's still a bunch of effing hillbillies. I like how that's the worst thing than changing out her bedpan. (laughs) That's something probably he might end up be doing. I feel like I'm like when I've taken the kids to school or like picked the kids up from school this week. I feel like everyone's just it's one of those things where like when you're going through something, you feel like everyone's just looking at you. I'm like they're all just they're all like oh my god. Trust me, I've had that paranoia many a times. I walked in Monday and like half the, the teachers are wearing like UK shirts. Like half the people are in UK shirts and the other half are just like just don't just don't don't make eye contact. Let's get out of here. And I was like I head down. I'm like just get me out of here. Nobody talk to me right now. Texas, that's a lot of effing soup. <laughs> it's good soup. It's filling, too. Texas, Louisville winning at the half but losing the game tonight is plus 750. Please convince me not to take it. I'm taking Bellarmine money line live at the half if they're down by six or less regardless. I don't know what the over-under for the half is, but take the under in the first half. I promise you we will, we will not hit the over Texas, Trevor just kicking back in his broken recliner, slurping down 32 ounces of hot soup and feasting on three pounds of grape. And thinking, ah, this is how a king lives as he takes his third 100-milligram edible of the night and falls asleep to the soothing voice of Delta Burke. Ah, Delta Burke. That's your life pretty much right there. I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, Texas, Spotify lists the CC podcast as my number one listen to podcast this year, nice. though it's also the only one I listen to. Hey, that's the best. By the way, the chair is a little more broken now. I'm like, it's like leaning back God. more. It's, like, it's starting to hurt my back. I think I need to get a new chair. Texas, did you see the viral video of two Miami fans getting ejected from Rupp? I'm more surprised that two people in Kentucky actually root for Miami basketball and willing to pay money to watch them play. Yeah, that's that, that's the most shocking part of that statement. Yeah, they wouldn't have that many fans show up to their football games. Texas, what did Griff say? No more 15,000 in the Yum? Buddy, you had no idea. No, he said no more 6,000 game, attended games of the Yum, and he was uh, also wrong about that as well. Well, not technically. <laughs> Uh, Tina texted in and said, I think the team is getting better. Louisville beat Bellarmine guarantee and says, Trevor, you're not a real fan. By the way, that's Say's wife. Oh. It's <laughs> Martina for You want to die for your Camry? Say then texted in right after and said, I beat. Uh, I bet Trevor that money line against you that Louisville wins. I don't know. Say's been blowing me up. By the way, Say, who is a movie movie a slut, it said Oppenheimer is waiting for the cheaper version. Okay. Not a good sign because it gives us a stamp of approval to everything. Okay. 
Texas, after Louisville loses to Kentucky, KP should go to the press conference like John Chaney and tell Calipari that he'll kill him. <laughs> such an un- that's such a forgotten about like great moment in sports history, right? Is it forgotten about? I mean, I, 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 feel I like definitely have not forgotten. About I mean, you it. and I haven't, but like if you go to somebody in like their twenties, they probably have no idea what you're talking about. All right, real quick, we got the Louisville women at 9-15 against Ole Miss on ESPN, nationally ranked matchup. Cards are one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Does Jeff Waltz pull the mild upset tonight in the ACC-SEC Challenge? Uh, we're going to sink that hot toddy down down, down the way. We're, Louisville wins. It looks just like uh, last year's Sweet 16. Cards take care of business. Uvo by five. The men tipping off at 8 o'clock on the ACC Network Extra. You can hear it on 93.9 The Ville. Louisville, a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Bellarmine, looking for revenge from for last year's season-opening loss. Do they get it tonight in the battle for Louisville? Trey White, game-winner with three seconds left. Louisville wins by one. I think it's ugly. Why would I think anything else? Oh, it'll be ugly. I'm not giving you a score. I'm just telling you how to end. I think UofL wins 72-66. Uh, we, we go about our business. The cards avoid an embarrassment, but nobody really feels any better about things. Can That's my really high avoid, note for the end of the show. Can we really avoid an embarrassment regardless whether we win or not? Yes, we can. <laughs> go cards. Beat Bellarmine. Reclaim the city. At least we can maybe win one in-state rivalry uh, game this week. This week, Let's get it done. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Enjoy the hoops. Go cards. And wrestling tonight. Who cares? Only locally on Sports Talk, 1450 and 96.